This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey, and I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Paul, and I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, because I love wrestling. A lot of loving from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling. Gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping out. I love Rick Blair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, because we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, because it's the best, yes. Today's guest is a former WWE Cruiserweight Champion and a three-time WWE Tag Team Champion. Along with his partner, Brian Kendrick, he held the WWE's Tag Team Championship for a then-record-setting 331 days. He currently wrestles for the third season of Lucha Underground, which you can catch on the El Rey Network. He's the rakishly handsome Paul London. How's it going, Paul? Well, I'm much better now. Thank you. <laughs> Looking as rakishly handsome as ever. You know, I can see that you guys are very observant. Uh, and um, just rakishly handsome doesn't mean handsome like a rake, yeah, right? Like his, face is very, his face has prongs. <laughs> well, in a way, it's funny you mention that because it is related to a rake in that it, it combs pretty much everything. Nothing gets through it except the crud. Yeah. Ah, sure, sure. So, I see. And all the good stuff. And wow. not to mention, have you ever walked around a Home Depot? I mean, there's some handsome rakes in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've sure. seen a lot of good looking very hot oh, yeah. rakes. We can all agree. Very rakes durable, are very, very Hot rake. See, yeah. every time I walk through a Home Depot, I inevitably step on a rake, get smashed in the face, and become less rakishly handsome. And then, and the, yeah, and then you go, <laughs> I don't even make it into Simpsons. the Home Depot. Yep, I nice. usually get picked up for a job while I'm waiting on the corner. Oh, oh yeah, dude. job to be held by your feet and dragged across the wall. Come with us. I think I the safest or least threatening. Um, so you look like you can lift something. Yeah, I'm rakishly strong. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, what originally got you into professional wrestling? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was uh, easier than acting. And uh, <laughs> what, what was what was oh, your, like, that's yeah, a, that that's a perfect answer. You just set me off. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I mean, what was your what was your like first match growing up that you watched as a kid? Like, kind of like what got you in as a fan, and then what got you in as a wrestler? Funny enough, um, I I was introduced via magazine i wasn't hmm. brought up as the kid who stayed up late to watch skinamax or um porn purview <laughs> uh, skinamax probably would have been easier than both acting and wrestling mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah the offer's still out there apparently <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah i've nice. been Great. sitting i've been sitting on one for a few months <laughs> we need someone who's rakish <laughs> someone who looks Paul. like a rake. Is vince mcmahon run porn yeah yeah, okay. yeah that's, that, was, that was that was that was a half vince right? okay. yeah, yeah. fair enough <laughs> he does have a thong tan line believe it or not i <laughs> I could buy. It. He seems like a guy that absolutely. Probably only yeah. strip down Vince McMahon to see that. He, he his butt's this, been on TV. Yeah, so many he used to kiss my ass. Thing. He wow. likes male lips on his. On yeah, his, yeah. Hey. yeah. We, we explained this to Stephen a little bit. We've talked about. He doesn't listen, so yeah. it's like he probably doesn't remember. I'm mostly sleeping on this. <laughs> well, I was hoping that would be something that would just win you right off the bat. Of like, yeah. there's a guy who pulls his pants down and has other men kiss his. <laughs> a- yeah, there's a guy whose ass does tricks. Do we need to finish this? Surprisingly, it doesn't. That's weird. Okay, sorry, I'm cut you off. No, no, no. So yeah, I was at a grocery store uh, and I didn't want to walk with my mom down the aisles and so I would always go to the magazines and it was a, I want to say January 91 magazine, WWF magazine, wow. uh, with Hulk Hogan on the cover, clutching a flag um, I, I don't know, as if he had just killed a python or something. <laughs> the, the way, I mean, he was just—he was so proud of it, the way, but he was holding it very aggressively. Um, so of course I flipped through it, and it was just very colorful. It was colorful gladiators, yeah, um, mixed with the circus. I originally really wanted to be uh, an acrobat in the circus. Was kind of my first. Uh, dream uh, when I realized that you couldn't be a knight in shining armor. 
Yeah, um, we've I mean, all been could. disappointed there's like, like, there's like that. Medieval so times. Disapp- I mean, what were y'all's first? Medieval times of... is fake, Joey. Hey, How man. dare you suggest that you go to medieval times? It's not real. Hey man, don't you take this away from me. <laughs> medieval times were real. <laughs> Medieval's real, and time is real. So medieval times were real. I think so. Point I've refuted. been in a medieval time, so I know that it's real. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Fair um, enough. Crack that sorry, wide right. open. No, no. Sorry, I was actually curious yeah. what y'all's uh, initial dreams might have been that had a bubble burst at some point mine was obviously knighthood yeah i feel like joey's just gonna say hosting a wrestling podcast (laughs) and uh it really fell apart uh as we're all listening to right now Uh, Uh, no uh mine was uh i really wanted to be i was like a really big gamer growing up so i wanted to be like a video game programmer okay i took one programming class when i was in uh, high school it was just like c plus basic programming or something and it was like so hard that it was like screw this i'm gonna do comedy (laughs) yeah 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 screw this i'm gonna do comedy that's that's really yeah it goes from robotic programming to like well i guess i'm funny (laughs) yeah it's like, oh, that's that's something I can ride. I that's love easier. Buildings, than, engineering, yeah, yeah, yeah. engineering. I'm like, I love making fun of buildings. That's like way easier than doing the actual building, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. For me, it was always uh, being being uh, an actor and a comedian in Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. not having to do real work and not having to think about math. So here I am doing those things, and I'm broke. I love it. So <laughs> stay the course, my friend. I love it. Yes. I'm doing okay, guys. I'm just kidding. No. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I know, guys. <laughs> if, if somebody could support our show, that'd be really great. Yeah, yeah. we'll still take the money. Saying, uh, Nick's, not wearing, rich. Nick's wearing a t-shirt that's just riddled with holes right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 my whole shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the first job I decided I wanted was like... Uh, I. I watched, I liked movies a lot as a kid and I would watch like the special effects from Industrial Light and Magic and I specifically wrote them a letter, Mm. a handwritten letter, put it in the mail and I was like, how do I work here? Uh, And I got the most insane response. I was probably, I I couldn't have been over 10 at the time. I got the most insane response of like lengthy classes I need to take, coding languages I need to learn, programs I need to learn and I was like, fuck, I don't know about that. Uh, And so yeah, I immediately gave up on the idea of being like, uh, being the guy who programs the mummy to like eat Brendan Fraser. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. <laughs> but yeah. you know, in a way, that's good. You kind of avoided. Oh yeah, the, that would have been a terrible yeah, job. Yeah, now sure, you that's a different to be... what I do. But no. it would have been honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the practical effects guys are they went over. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so day. fun. It's very mm-hmm. cool. practical effects. Yeah. Would be great. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. Blumhouse or you know those they're very pr- uh, practical heavy. Yeah. Those uh, are still the best effects. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's just yeah. like there's something really fun in spending your whole day like packing like I don't know packing like. Uh, a bunch of raw meat with explosives and then like at the end of the day you blow it up. Yeah. 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 That's fun. I mean, uh, just mixing blood all day. Yeah. You know, and reloading it. As yeah. opposed to like just making it in Maya or whatever. Like <laughs> Maya, you yeah. Know? Maya 4D, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is um, that a 3D program? Do I know what I'm talking about? You do. That's okay, correct. Good. Yeah. So you would have been good at the coding part. I would have been good at, at the saying what things are part. <laughs> I don't know, guys. What about, you ever think of Maya? Get to work. I got to go in the bathroom for three hours. <laughs> You're just the guy that comes in and just says buzzwords during yeah. meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about Adobe? <laughs> render. Everybody's got to render. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I was at this grocery store. I bought this magazine. Well, I didn't buy it. I stuck it under all the groceries. So when the uh, time came and my mom was checking out, she had to buy it. She's kind of embarrassed. Like, what, what is this? <laughs> Great. No, yeah, yeah. All kids. Yeah, I've been there. I've, sure. I've done that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was through publications that I was introduced. And then I eventually stumbled upon the television stuff and 
uh, was kind of hooked, man, after that. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, I can see, yeah, like that is something that like Nick and I have talked to with Steven a lot is like something that's so great at professional wrestling, especially that era is just like how big the characters are. Right. How, like, you know, colorful, larger than life and like just eye grabbing. They are. They're like, you know, they're real life superheroes. Essentially. Gladiators. Yeah, yeah totally. The only thing missing is the Coliseum, some yeah. tigers, some deaths. Uh, but other than that, it's, it's sand, I guess. There's no sand. Mm. <laughs> right. Well, it depends. Although we get those I mean, things in there our is second sand clip, man. which we'll talk about oh, yeah. later. But we get no those sand. things. No, there's no sand. Yeah. But there's yeah, sand. Yeah. Sand man. Guys, yeah, yeah, WCW yeah, yeah. did a few bash in the beach events on the beach. Did they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, correct I'm my... So yeah, there are deaths, actually. You're right. Because now with Lucha Underground, we're... Oh, yeah. We're Doing that, it's we're making it cool to kill off characters. Yeah, yeah we, we, we've talked right. about, and I like. It's like now that's different. Yeah, when there's like exactly. guts in that. That like I feel like it's not something that you often see in wrestling because it's like you always want the opportunity to bring whoever back if you want sure. to. Mm-hmm. But like that, just the finality of like, oh no, this character got eaten by a dragon or whatever. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. They're, they're you know they, um, they got their heart pulled out. I think yeah, the guy just got his neck snapped uh, and his. They pulled out someone's heart. Yeah, yeah Lucha Underground. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like it if you watched. Got excited. I don't think I like it, but I still think that's fun. All right, all right. <laughs> I compare it more so in the sense that uh, you know the big the big wigs like like WWE and whatnot. That's kind of the Michael Bay. Yeah, and then we're more Tarantino esque as far as Lucha Underground. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's you. Compare, there's grit. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that Robert Rodriguez I, flair. I was going to say exactly right. I mean, it's totally just say Ray. Robert Rodriguez. Yep. <laughs> he yeah. said Quentin Tarantino. That's fine. But they're like it. brothers. They man. are. Well, come they on. are. I mean, I, I didn't want to come off so ass kissy. Yeah, you know? I've been like, well, boss, I threw your name in there. Yeah. Well, he does listen to this. Yeah, We're still waiting on his response as far as funding and sponsorship. Yeah. Well, he sends a lot of emails of just comments on this week's episode. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't agree with Steven's position. But it's all in coding. <laughs> but travel so cubes. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot of coding Things problems. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like it. A lot of opinions about coding. Um, so uh, wh- how did that bring you to like uh, just pursuing wrestling as a career? Uh, well, funny enough, in these magazines, right, it wasn't on a commercial or anything through television uh, brainwashing. It was through magazine, uh, through literature brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw an ad at the back of one of these magazines and it, it was uh, a $15 book, which was kind of more of like a paperback uh, pulpit, yeah, uh, <laughs> and it was how to how to become a pro wrestler. So oh. I ordered this book, snail mail, all this stuff, snail mail. By the, by the way, you know, because this is yeah. probably eighty nine, ninety. No, this is ninety one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, ninety one. I can do math. <laughs> and uh, should have been a coder. I I know. I know. <laughs> Damn you industrial you light and magic. You Mark. ruined my dream. You should have followed my dream. Be a programmer, Paul. It's not too late. <laughs> it was too difficult of a code to follow. Uh, so, yeah, and then I, I ordered this book, and at the back of the book uh, were an abundance of wrestling schools, which I snail mailed all of them. I think there was 21 in total, including a few in other countries. Where and were you living or where did you grow up? I grew up in Austin, Texas. Texas. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah uh, and funny enough, uh, Working at Lucha is my second go around kind of working under Robert Rodriguez from a very distant way <laughs> because like the first movie I ever did, worked uh, background on was The Faculty. Oh, oh nice. cool. That oh, in wow. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. That's and cool. So I'm sprinkled throughout that film in a Speedo. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. They just like, they just cut you in every couple of frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> used industrial light and magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maya, yeah. put him in there. <laughs> yeah. <They> mi- <laughs> Maya, I'm in. 
You guys, okay, I don't having, even know you guys are having a really great time with these references. It's going to continue it's, on for the next hour, Stephen. You know, sometimes it's like a callback comes too fast, and we've run this one into the ground ten minutes, and I love it. Well, I'm going <laughs> to no, no, no. I'm going to beat this dead 3D horse to the ground, Stephen. Uh, yeah, you just well, no. So yeah, I just expect. Uh, went to a wrestling school. It was a dud. Uh, Where was that school? It was in Pensacola, Florida, ah. home of the mullets. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's where the mullet was invented. Uh, <laughs> is, is that what their is that what their sign says? Mm, yeah, in Pensacola, Florida, home of the mullet. mullet. Yeah, and like the back. Is, yeah, you like you some of your hair off and you you stick yeah. it on the side and it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah and like the back like the sign has it's a mullet. Like, yeah, collage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just random tourists. Shortest lived NFL team ever, the Pensacola mullets. Mm. They like they did oh, it last yeah. for I think a season. Had yeah, a good yeah, run, yeah. but they couldn't. The franchise couldn't. Yeah, I mean they they were they were all business for the start of the season. But yeah, the back the end, man, they got the real sloppy. Yeah, yeah, guys, that was a fun joke, right? Yeah, we did it. <laughs> Nailed it. What, do you need approval for your jokes after you say them, Joey? Christ. What is this, Pensacola? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Fuck so you, yeah. our Florida listeners. We right. did this wrestling school run by Exotic Adrian Street. Oh, sweet. Oh. Uh, so I thought. Uh, oh, I showed up and, you know, like uh, $1,500 later, I'm sitting in this, uh, this, oh, oh, let me just back up a second. He sent out this pamphlet, uh, which I think cost me five bucks to get the pamphlet sent to me. And it was this brochure and it said, we have, uh, you know, our own place to stay, Olympic pool, uh, which, uh, you know, at a, a 16 year old at this time, I was 16. Yeah. Uh, that should have been a red flag. Um, <laughs> Olympic style weight there was a lot of olympic style stuff <laughs> in this yeah, offering yeah. right um olympic style state of the buffet. art was the other Ooh, phrase yeah. state of the art state of the art editing. pool uh, it sounds like yeah, it was written by editing. buzzword nick over here <laughs> yeah, yeah it was Oli- just put the olympic put olympics in, in a lot i mean it was horrendous two rings all this stuff so anyways i get there uh 1500 later uh, I'm told by his wife, Miss Linda. Oh well, Adrian's you know been doing uh, not so well lately. He's got some eye problems, so he's been doing eye surgery and eye procedures. So he won't be here today. Uh, he ended up not being there for the next month. He ended up showing up one day out of the next month uh, just to kind of give us a hey, how's it going? Do yeah, you guys yeah. want to buy some of my paintings? Um, <laughs> which is just these naked uh, Native Americans with were- like wolves like covering their their dicks and stuff. I have several <laughs> in my bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. yeah, he shipped a few out. Uh, <laughs> But either way, it was uh, it was none of this stuff. The swimming pool was a, a plastic pool like you see in front of Walmart. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, the rings were <laughs> ring frames. There was a ring frame, a rusted ring frame in the back with weeds growing through it. Uh, God. The it was like a, a roach motel. I mean, there were roach bombs going off. Yeah. The editing bay, oh. sweet area to, to edit your matches after you record them in the, in the rings um, was a VHS with uh, the cables connected and then there was tinfoil on the antennas and stuff. Oh, uh, God, it, was, it was so low rent, man. But that was my first lesson, right, in pro wow. wrestling. You're just sitting here thinking, how bad do you want this? You know what yeah. I mean? Especially at 16, I could have gone in any direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, but still, for some reason, I, I thought, well, this, you know, needless to say, we made a little video in expose and it was fun. We kind of tore the place down. After the owner already pretty oh, much tore it down. We put yeah. holes in the walls and we were covering him with his paintings and like we were yeah, it was Fuck um, yeah. it was a mess. But we <laughs> went to other other shows to try and learn what this guy was supposed to be teaching us. Yeah. That's where I met Sensational Sherry. Oh cool. This wow. other show. Yeah, I met Stevie Richards there. Nice. Yeah, it was neat. Especially befriending Stevie later and showing him this picture of me at sixteen, be like, Hey man, we're friends. And like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's Here we awesome. go way back. Um but 
but but long story short, it took me all over. You know, I ended up in California initially. That's where I was during nine eleven. Uh, out here training. Nice. Uh, yeah, it good was, alibi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now well, my no dad, one will suspect well, it. It'll thing. always stand out because my dad. I was living in Garden Grove. I was working at I was working at Buena Park Mall it's at good Old one, Navy. Steven, it's good. Yeah. And I had, I was living in a room that had no windows. Uh, but it had a closet. So I was living in like a closet that had a closet. It was in the middle of a house. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and this is when you could find stuff online, but it was kind of pre-internet internet, if yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It's like AOL internet. Yeah. It was like info space yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, so I found or this like room Usenet or something. I was living in Buena Park. I rented this room uh, in this guy's house and it was, like I said, a room in the middle of a house. Uh, that had no windows. So you had no sense of time, right? Because it was just always dark in right. there. Uh, so I remember my dad waking me up and, you know, turn on the news and everything. His idea was that they were going to bomb Disneyland next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, hey, anything could have anything yeah, been yeah, that day. You never yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so then California, then I, I hurt my neck uh, wrestling at the Anaheim Marketplace. I nearly paralyzed myself. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I mean, she went to the chiropractor in the marketplace. What what <laughs> what happened during the match that almost... Um, it was like a six or eight man debacle. Uh, and since it was at the Mexican Marketplace, it was two out of three falls. Because uh, in Mexican wrestling, most matches are two out of three falls. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they have this... Yeah. <laughs> annoying horn it, yeah it, yeah um and i did this move it was uh, basically like a springboard off the middle of the ropes mm-hmm. into a shooting star but there was no real spring on the ropes so i kind of just did a lawn dart into the middle of the ring onto the, my opponent oh god oh, yeah. And, like yeah. lost all feeling in my lower extremities sorry clarify for me because these guys know it's it a better. gainer yeah, uh, so you're saying you did the problem was you just didn't have enough spring in the rope right or, okay. I, I didn't and so i didn't get a good rotation got it so you and didn't get long okay yeah it was basically as if i did a backflip on straight onto my head <laughs> and then <laughs> pogo sticked up yeah i feel yeah. like i, and I, I was it. still able to drape the hand over for the one two three yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah still yeah, one, my exactly. greatest moment, <laughs> almost paralyzed. Just well, the funny thing won. really was afterwards, uh, once they realized that I could start feeling my legs again, everything, they walked me over into the flea market. And if you've ever been to the Anaheim Marketplace, because um, who hasn't? Yeah. There's a yeah. chiropractor in there. Wow. <laughs> in the flea kind of makes sense. And he was just like, like, was just like let's like get that. to yeah. work. <laughs> These people don't have insurance. There's always like one masseuse and one chiropractor. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I went in there and let me just say from having good chiropractic experiences to bad chiropractic experiences, if your chiropractor wants you to face up, that's a no-no. Like That's <laughs> a bit of a red flag. Yeah. Uh, okay. Never oh had God. a good experience what? facing up on a chiropractic treatment. We so, talking jerk-offs? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, it sounds like a <laughs> happy I feel like you're implying well, jerk-off. <laughs> I wish I was on this instance, but... Uh, I would have felt just, better. Well, the thing was, <laughs> I remember... Down and the doctor goes, oh shit, what side is the back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Well, they told sense. him I had a neck injury, and, and the reason I remember too. is because... <laughs> I remember looking up at him and he didn't realize I was looking at him and he glanced over to his assistant and kind of did this kind of, I don't, I don't know what to do. Oh my expression. God. Oh like God. Shrug expression of oh, perfect. Why did they bring him to me? What am I supposed like, to do? Oh shit. Somebody called yeah. my bluff on this and I am not ready. So I sat there thinking, fuck like what, you know, now I really am going to get paralyzed by, yeah. you know, El Chapo Jr. here. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so then, uh, he was the guy in high school who was just really good at, at like holding people and cracking. Yeah. Yeah. He gave the best hug. 
hugs. Uh, <laughs> he won the best hug award in the back of the yearbook. Yeah, yeah. So he, he actually, to his credit, Chapo Jr., he told me, you know, you should go to a medical supply store and get a hard neck brace and a soft neck brace. And so I had to rotate those throughout the day and I would sleep in the soft. Wow. And, the hard, and that was my neck therapy for a severe stinger. Um, <laughs> and funny enough, I've currently been sleeping with a soft neck brace due to a another recent injury I uh, sustained in Mexico about three weeks ago. Uh, there's Mexico again. <laughs> and uh, I do love Mexico. And tacos. <laughs> sure, yeah, we get it. Yeah, I totally understand that. Uh, but yeah, the soft neck brace. For any of you who are having trouble sleeping, maybe it's just that your head's too heavy with thoughts. Wait, do you, uh, That's why my head is so heavy. I have the heaviest head, Stephen. So Believe much. me when I say my head is so heavy, Why's it's huge. Nick, I'm telling you, get a soft neck brace, brother. This will just take all the really? pressure off when you can Wait, sleep. Yeah, and you I can honestly relax. I are you, do uh, a shitty neck sometimes. Mm, yeah, me too. Brace. But oh, I don't, wow. you can't sleep with a pillow. With it, you know what I mean. Oh, the thing so, is, okay. with that neck brace on, it'll create enough arch, but it's going to keep your damn head straight. You know what I mean? Mm. So you can't really be much of a side sleeper either. But you shouldn't. I mean, theoretically, sleeping on your back is the best way anyway. I sleep on my is, stomach yeah. sometimes too, and that fucks. Oh, I know it fucks you up. But you I have just a masseuse do it. table, but I just do it. Right? Have yeah. you ever dreamed of dreamed I mean, of having a masseuse I, table so you can I sleep have, face down without like, the pain? I've thought I've about that. I've thought dreams. about like I would love to have one of these so I could just sleep at night. Right? Yeah, with a straw. You could drink. Oh my God! I mean? Yeah. Why, so why many am I not doing yes, this? Mini iPad. screen. You'd be good. <laughs> little TV. Yeah. At yeah. The Pull it into view. Oh that my God! That's great. Yeah. 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 Um, right. <laughs> now you've convinced me. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about getting bed. one. But King size masseuse bed. <laughs> Before we get into the match, I, I have a, I have some sincere questions for you because you 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 brought up a few things and they interest me. Like, can I just say thank you for uh, not to cut you off? Thank you for having an open mind to letting us. Show you some some new flavors to the palate here. Uh, I appreciate oh, it. Paul. Well, here comes the heat. Wait, yeah, wait until we get to the match. We yeah, haven't got to the match yet. I'm a damn baby face. Uh, fault. I I am actually really curious. Like how uh, you go in, you went into this wrestling thing and you're a young man and you're like you 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 showed up. They had this like insane facility. What you you said you had like this dedication to it. You really wanted to stick with it. What was it that you're like? I gotta stick around with, with this in with that shitty people. motel. In this shitty motel, place. I gotta. I I mean, there is like a perseverance to that, and I respect that. And admire it. Why Why weren't you like? Oh yeah, this is all. This is fucking dumb. Yeah. What, what made you go like? I gotta do it. Well, uh, to back up, I was an actor before I was a wrestler. Got it. Um, I started in theater as a kid, so performing is is just always been in my just in what I do, you mm -hmm. know, even just in how I live. I grew up on a trampoline. I used to put the trampoline <laughs> up against next to a tree and jump out of the tree. And yeah, it was yeah, too boring. I pushed it up next to my house yep. and I would jump off my roof. And then when that got boring, I started like clearing the power line sure. until my dad told me oh, that man. that was a horrible idea. Oh, yeah. God. That's a terrible power. idea. It was a one story house, but we had this really thick power line that, you know, it was kind of like, you know, man on a wire. Yeah. I didn't go that far, but I could, it just, gave me an obstacle to kind of jump over and give me something. You know, so it was just, yeah, yeah. I feel like I when was you're that kid, kid who didn't have like, oh, dates can I do that? Because he was doing backflips <laughs> yeah. into the river off of the wall or whatever. How did we that not get your dates? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you tell girls that you did this? Because I would get you dates. <laughs> would you like to come to prom with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I think the thing was, like anyone should, I did 
massive research. I absorbed everything I could on the subject. Mm -hmm. And what that did was it allowed me to craft my vision that this is going to happen one way or another. Mm -hmm. I know this is going to happen one way or another. It's the same way I feel about the good my and acting. The yeah. Now, which, you know, in this town, people will call it as, you know, delusion, which is fine. Um, <laughs> it is maybe, what it is. Maybe rightfully. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Exactly. Uh, but how was I any better than, you know, than the Bret Hart's and the Owen Hart's who mm -hmm. did suffer and paid their dues? It, it all fell down to paying your dues. Mm -hmm. I knew mm -hmm. that it was a part of the process. Mm -hmm. I didn't know when it would happen or how it would happen. But, you know, I've lived in my car. Uh, you know, I've uh, I can't say I've squatted officially. Um, <laughs> For legal reason. <laughs> yeah. But uh, officially. The DA is always listening too. Yeah. But, the but DA, you know, big fans, big yeah. fans. Yeah. <laughs> they love this show. I, I, I'm attracted to survivors, mm -hmm. you know, um, because I feel that I have those qualities as well mm. because it, it boils down to what's it to you? How much does this mean to you? You know, are you mm -hmm. going to let some fuckhead in Pensacola, Florida, uh, get in the way of your dream? I mean, mm -hmm. is that, it, then it must not really be that important to you. You know what I mean? I agree with that. And it goes, like it boils down to, you know, I, I used to always, uh, not always, but I used to also drive from San Antonio with a group of guys. We used to drive from San Antonio to Philadelphia round trip in a weekend Ooh. just to do one show or we would fl uh, drive to Boston or New York mm -hmm. round trip in a weekend. This is when I was going to college full time. Yeah. Um, so, and you, you know, you were losing money. So it's, yeah, what's absolutely. it to you? Yeah, you're doing that for you know. 10 bucks or something. Yeah. Well, not that paltry, yeah. but when it yeah. equates to gas and money and all your expenses on the road, like yeah, you right. came out losing money. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, but you don't care about that because your match was off the hook, man. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was so cool, except for the kid broke his ankle. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but, but he came out on top. Um, uh, that's interesting. I mean, I agree with that. Like, I totally think like the I totally respect like the perseverance you're talking about there. And that's something like, yeah, if you don't care about it, then you shouldn't. You, who gives up? You give up, you know, mm -hmm. but they show up in Pensacola. The guys who pay their dues like that are competing with you or that are in the same field sure. with you. I mean, as opposed to these dickheads so, that win so much contests. Of that in comedy. There's so much of that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Sure. Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, break my ankle so many times. Yeah. Of course shows. you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, J Jerry Seinfeld had a quote on it that I really liked. He talks about comedians and people ask him. Do it uh, in his voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, he goes, uh, they ask him like, you know, do you think I can be a comedian? Do you think I have what it takes? And he says, I, I tell him no. I always tell him no. And the reason why is if they did have what it took to be a comedian, they'd do, they would still do it anyway, even if they're like they idle. A big, ask. They, they would do it anyway, even if their idol told them no. Yeah, even if said sure. you're no good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I was like, cool. yeah, like I agree with that, and I think that that type of perseverance is something that uh, is super respectable. Um, I guess it's just interesting. I just don't know where it comes from for fucking wrestling. You're I'm sorry. Right. I'm no, sorry. My, my <laughs> stepmom, she once. I remember there was a the newspaper in the morning. Uh, the Austin American Statesman had a story on the big WWF show that came into town at the Frank Irwin Center and it, it was highlighting uh, Mick Foley or Mankind at the time. This is during his big rise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is a guy that's into a lot of hardcore stuff. Yes. You know, he gets pushed into thumbtacks. And, and Stephen's yeah. had we, some background. We showed him a few much. Oh, okay, Foley. great. Yeah, we've shown, great. Him, I, Hell, we've shown him like Hell in a Cell. Uh, he's Roll amazing. Rumble. One of the most oh, amazing. Yeah. So this is Incredible. around the Hell in a Cell era. Um, and the story was describing all these injuries that he's had. These broken bones and these thumbtacks and holes and all the blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. My stepmom's reading 
saying this, and she just looks at me, and she goes, why on earth would you want to do this to yourself? Mm-hmm. Stevens asked this you... exact same question. No, and, that's what I, and, I, and I get that. Yeah. yeah. You know. And I, I'll stand by that, yeah. I have stand over 10 scars on my face alone. Yeah. Um, Still rakish. And they all, yeah. They just make you more rakish, man. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You know, it, my face is scored. I take a mini rake, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, It's like a Zen garden. Paul, that's called a comb. That's the comb no, it's a mini rake, Joey. Okay. Face comb is not a bad little. That's maybe we're on to the new thing here now. Uh, yeah, stop using a metal rake. Face comb. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. As an athlete, uh, you learn to take pride in your scars. You learn mm-hmm. to take pride in. It's like that glorious scene in Jaws. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you now? Like, do you know that scene in Jaws where they're comparing their scars on the bone? Oh, yes. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's a reason that that scene really stands out because mm-hmm. there's a bonding happening right there. And these guys are bonding over the same thing, even though they hated Quint. You know what I mean? Because right. he's a son of a bitch. But he was, <laughs> he was, a, he was, there, he was right, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more I mean, of a Quint guy myself. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I mean, nine <laughs> of out of ten times, he was, he was right. And uh, sadly, it came to his demise, but at least he went down fighting uh, Croc Hunter style. Well, Croc Hunter didn't fight actually that's <laughs> yeah sorry. Uh, still too soon i think right yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fine you can like you could at least he went that way right yeah yeah exactly yeah, at least the giraffe didn't step on him or well that would have been cool too but like, that would be cool yeah not cool he but didn't you know, choke on a pretzel right right right, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. he didn't hit his head getting up out of the plane yep you know yeah billy mays yeah that's so sad that's how billy mays died that's the rumor but i think i think he maybe had some something blood stuff some drug oh god drug blood yeah, drug yeah. blood. He had some drug blood. Yeah, uh, Billy Mays is known got, for his he drug got out of blood. His, he got out of a plane and headbutted a heroin needle. So to answer yeah. your question, I think mm. it's that's that's the really the, that's that's how it, all I can really think is just the the scene in Jaws. It's it's something with look what I can endure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a pride you, in the struggle. Yeah. Have you ever yeah, done totally. a roll thing? Have you ever had roll thing done to you? It's a therapy where... Roll on the floor laughing? Uh, no, well, you roll could. Thing. It's the re-manipulation of your fascia, which is actually what my current injury is at the moment. But I was introduced fa- to roll... Fa- fascia, fascia is the between the skin and yes, muscles, fascia right? fascia is the yeah. uh, super taut ligament uh, right. that connects the muscle to the bone. Uh-huh. It's mm. easier to break your bone than it is to damage fascia. Right. Uh, it takes uh, less impact to shatter a bone. Um, that's how tough this is. So if you think about it as your Spider-Man suit, as your chain mail, you're wearing a onesie, like a complete bodysuit of chain mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's even behind your uh, in your ocular cavity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's all around you. And this is years of abuse from just mm-hmm. walking around, you know, you know, waking up weird and things like that. It'll slowly get your fascia out of alignment. Just right. like when you drive, you have to eventually get your wheels realigned and da-da-da-da-da. So roll thing is the remanipulation of that, basically resetting your fascia back to where it originally is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the absolute most painful but rewarding forms of therapy on the planet. Mm-hmm. Wow. And your Are you body goes into shock. Via is, cupping, isn't that one of the big methods for it? I'm not a big fan of cupping. And for those who don't know, cupping is uh, actually using cups. Mm-hmm. Don't try this at home. Yeah, but you're... Back. Yeah. The, yeah. You, you end up having... It's like a suction yeah, light, Like candle or a candle. Thing. You, yeah. like, you light a wick or something. Ex- mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, use virgin blood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or and, drug uh, blood. <laughs> drug blood works too. Uh, sweet, sweet drug blood. <laughs> Hi, Billy Mays here. You gotta get the mega copper. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your head. Yeah. Be careful. Uh, um, but you have to. Someone does it. It's they have to. You have to find a, a, a 
a practitioner that's really well coached in it and they're using their thumbs and this is an eastern thing you know it's it's like the the chi mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know and if you know anything about chi it's all internalized uh energy that is expressed outward so you can barely touch a can and it'll go flying across the room mm-hmm. and i know that sounds like crazy mumbo jumbo but this guy uh it's all about that like internal force in absolutely your, in your movements yeah yeah, yeah. The, the guy who worked with me uh my roofing experience he couldn't have been over 125 pounds um oh, I fat you were say ass years old <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> old master is that um, joey wouldn't know he's seven foot yeah, tall seven foot tall 400 pounds <laughs> but the pressure that he could apply effortlessly just through his thumbs mm-hmm. i mean i'm telling you it was the most excruciating form of therapy i've ever gone through when he would work on my quads um which for those of you that are athletes or non uh, it's the area between your knee and uh your dick basically um that leg part right there where your femur is mm-hmm. yep. it felt as though a giant had my my femur and was slowly stretching it until it was snapping. So that's mm-hmm. literally the whole therapy process. It's it's just a just hands. Yeah, he's he's wow. kind of doing like a, a thumb yeah. thing like that, and he just goes really slow. It's basically like rolling dough. Yeah. Wow. We getting all the wrinkles uh, out of dough. Yeah, Does yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's called rolfing. I believe it originated, I want to say, by a female, a woman in Australia, perhaps. But it's all steeped in Eastern. Yeah, I'll have to okay. check that out. Wow. Paul, I have two rapid fire questions, and then we need to pop into the match because I know I'm taking forever on this uh, and terrible detour. And I I'm apologize a talker. It's that. my fault. Yeah. No, it's, what it's, the it's f, my Stephen? Fault. What the f? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Don't you besmirch Paul London. Really, <laughs> Stephen? God damn it. Okay, so uh, I'll ask the fast one first, and that is, uh, what do you what do you equate this? Like, say, let's say tomorrow somebody just told you, hey, man, you're never wrestling again. For whatever reason, that career, that line of work is out for you. You can't do you can't do mic stuff. You can't do promos. You can't do managers. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You are out of wrestling for forever. What would you say the next vine is that's closest to you? Is it acting? Is it dancing? Is it being an athlete? Is it performing? Is it being a mime? What's the closest thing to what you think of yourself doing? Well, wrestling is a vine off of the performance, uh, the mountain of performance. Mm -hmm. So I'm a performer at heart. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so if they said that, you'd be like, well, I'm going to kind of transition more 100 percent to acting or theater or something like that. Absolutely. OK, cool. um, I'm wrestling is don't get me wrong. I'm super privileged to be wrestling. I've had a great, very thankful career, 16 years and going. Um, but I'm happy with what I've done. If I had yeah. to stop and I was able to stop and wanted to stop, then no harm there. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't really have anything else I need to prove. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, now I'm singing during my entrance. You know what I mean? Just so <laughs> yeah. that I can uh, add oh, something nice. else to my own. Yeah. Just to just to keep myself entertained. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I totally it, get it. Yeah. Yeah. So repetitive that it's yeah. just like, well, what? I'm not. I'm much more than just a wrestler. Wrestling is just what's on the marquee. Mm-hmm. But if I can give these people an experience, then I'll still do it. You okay. Know? And so if I'm able to do that, I'm able to do that. But I'm uh, a performer. Well, thank you for that answer. That uh, gives me some insight into stuff. And then the last thing. This is the harder one. Uh, this is a weird it's debate. A thing. Seven times fifteen. <laughs> seven times fifteen. Oh fuck! That's uh, take there's me no way to do that. The uh, the <laughs> how does he do it? It's Nerd. Possible. It's impossible now. Nerd. Um, <laughs> the last thing is like I you you said like you know uh, being impressed with what you can endure and and I agree with that to an extent. Like there is a question to me though of like what's the line? Like is it is it okay for like uh, Mick Foley to jump off the cell and like break everything and he falls through the cell? Like is that too much or? 
you could say no, but then like, is, what if WWE makes you work 16 hour days and they don't, they pay you $5 an hour. Is that too much? Like what if there are unsafe conditions? Is that too much? Like I, I, I totally get what you're saying when about too like, much, too like much. If you're like, surviving like, and enduring. Like but, at what point is the struggle self torture? Right. Or like at what point? Yeah. Like I hear what you're talking about. Yeah. Like where's, I, that, where's the, where's the edge on well, that? Well, sad because they're under contract as independent contractors. Right. Which yeah. is you know really I mean? shitty. Yeah. It is completely shitty. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, the, you're right. The working conditions are horrid. Uh, I think there, there's. Well, just, I know nothing about it. I'm not. I'm not asserting that's the case. I'm just kind of like philosophically when. Well, it's, no. Yeah. I mean, but it's like which of your circus animals do people want to see the most? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll mm-hmm. treat that one a little bit better, right? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we so. we yeah. we know who we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, we know which person we're talking about. There's one wrestler who they yeah. really treat well. <laughs> Me, everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? Do you want to call that person out? No, nope. he knows who he is. Yeah, and if he wants to see me at WrestleMania, <laughs> oh my god, next summer is when it happens. Let me know. Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> I think they're here tomorrow. <laughs> oh shit! Yo, they are. Your, oh, yeah. your Raw is. Yeah, yeah and that Raw person tomorrow? we're talking they're about. Definitely. The show to Raw is tomorrow. <laughs> just person- be honest here. It's anything but Raw. That show, the what, what? so overcooked. Oh yeah, oh we. It's uh, that's, a, that's a good. That's a good joke. It's I like so that joke. It, yeah, yeah. It's that's very good. You're not in danger there. Get fucked. and it's totally overcooked. Yeah, you're not gonna get salmonella. No, like yeah. I want danger of salmonella when I'm There's watching no bloodborne diseases in that. Yeah. You're giving out tennis shots. All right, uh, uh, all right. Fair enough. Let's hop to the match, Joey. Hit it. I, uh, today, Paul to, Paul showed us the iconic brother versus brother match, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. This match pitted Bret's superior wrestling against Owen's heel tendencies, with Owen's ultimate goal being to finally step out of his older brother's shadow. This match took place in 1994, and over 20 years later, it's still considered one of the best WrestleMania opening matches of all time. Paul, why'd you pick this match for us? I picked this match for multiple reasons. I was a fan of both of these guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, I loved Owen Hart. Uh, He was one of my absolute heroes. I love Owen. Uh, Yeah, they're just, they're they're phenomenal. The hearts, you know, it's... um they're just incredible. And so you add that to this being the culmination of a feud yeah. uh, of Owen feeling like the overlooked brother, the younger brother being in the shadow of his older brother. Uh, the, the feud culminates in Madison Square Garden of all arenas, you know, so this is the modern day Coliseum of all yeah. places. So mm-hmm. the atmosphere was <laughs> unmatched. Uh, yeah, the audience is, is, the audience is so into it. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but then you take the the craftsmanship. I mean, oh yeah, the craftsmanship of what we're watching, and you know, this is this is to me in my eyes, this is like a scene between Daniel Day Lewis and Sam Rockwell. You know, um, it, they're that they're just that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, uh, that as a performer, the Triple H catchphrase. That's what it's I enjoy. Just that good. Just that yeah, good. Yeah. WWE City. I wasn't sure. I, I just watched the <laughs> Scooby. Just that good. We watched the, we watched the <laughs> Scooby Doo WrestleMania movie yesterday. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was our, that we're was all, all disappointed. <laughs> no yeah. wonder you're not. It was a fan so bad. I got sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. No wonder you're not a fan. And because Brett sports this sick black jacket, this leather jacket, which he debuted and is also just it's bad. I don't think he ever wore it. It's yeah, a, I don't recall really yeah. wearing this particular jacket. Uh, black this long I mean, one. jacket with tassels. And it's, it's like a, a cross between the Terminator and an Italian dictator. Yeah. Really <laughs> well, well, he's going for Sergeant Pepper. That's like, that's what, <laughs> really? yeah, that's really what he's aiming for. Ah, missed the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Uh, yeah, this just, this stands out for a number of reasons too. I mean, I, as we'll see, there's um, just so many uh, moments that 
I rewound. I mean, my tape totally. was pretty yeah. worn out. Yeah, watching this match. Yeah, yeah, fair and, enough. Uh, Brett was one of the guys that my dad didn't mind me being a wrestling fan uh, for because he he represented the blue collar guys. Both of the hearts did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brett in yeah. particular. You know, them being from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, they represented blue collar workers. You know, they they represented men, mm-hmm. and that was something my dad wasn't so embarrassed about when he knew that his son was a pro wrestling fan and loved pro wrestling. As opposed to somebody who like cut himself up all the time. Well, and yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, these flamboyant guys. Whatever, sure. And he starts wondering like, is my son, is he funny? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, funny. Wait, 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 I feel like, is he funny? I feel like you look at a guy like Bret Hart and he definitely is a, he's like a different type than a Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hulk for Hogan. sure. Yeah, yeah. Hulk wow. Hogan is an action figure. Bret Hart, there is just like a blue collar aspect to him. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's a he's a normal. And he's yeah, yeah, and also just like as oh, a yeah. wrestler, he's just like he's just like a good wrestler. He's not insanely strong. He's not like whatever. Yep. Just his his whole thing is like hard work and like putting it into it and not he's the leader of lead. the mill. And yeah, also yeah, totally. and yeah. also I loved that Owen Hart had all of those same qualities but was so good at being a whiny heel. Absolutely. Yeah. I, he just I I he always had something so inta- so intangible. I, I don't know, he just he had some type of charisma in him all the time that just always, always drew me to him. Like even um, when I first started getting into wrestling, I was like, why am I so interested in Owen Hart? Like he always. he was just awesome. Uh, the Hart brothers are much like the the Wilsons, you know. Owen is the whiny blonde one uh, uh, and Brett is the uh, well yeah, yeah sure <laughs> Luke uh, the oh, more wow. hard working uh, brunette oh, wow. who kind of takes his job seriously yeah, yeah I, uh, sure. so, uh, Steven I got a question for you please the last brother versus brother match that you saw was the final deletion showing oh, Matt yeah. Hardy versus Jeff Hardy how did you like this compared to the final deletion um, also Paul what did you think about the final yeah, deletion we'll get, yeah. we'll get to that we'll... yeah yeah my, my points are less <laughs> I thought it was glorified backyard wrestling oh, Ooh, yeah. what, a, what a wonderful uh, day for backyarders across the world. Yeah, who yeah, that's like, fair. We've made it to paper. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean, so, like a thirty thousand you dollars. Not, for- you're not particularly a, a fan of that. I thought it was. Um, a poor attempt at trying to create something out of the arena in a cinematic f- form. Sure. Uh, in the in the shadow of what we do at Lucha Underground. Yeah. Because everything we shoot is cinematic and it's, yeah. you know, it's out of the ring in a lot of ways. It's, you know, the, our, our arena is a temple. Yeah. Um, but in watching that, I don't know, I thought it was, it was embarrassing, you know, Interesting. I, I like, I will agree that it, it definitely feels like they were, they were going for sort of, and like, I think a couple of people online mentioned this, it definitely feels like with the final deletion and with sort of the Matt and Jeff stuff, they are going for kind of the Lucha Underground, just like vignettes that sure. take place outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that there's like some like B movie charm to it that like, that's where like we, I think, I think that's where we all like, get our enjoyment. Yeah. Out. But it's yeah. like, it's not, you're not like, oh, this is auteur cinema. It's just like, oh, it's like, you know. Well, like, what bothers me is that, you know, you see, you see it and I can't tell you how many young kids are influenced by it automatically just because it's on television. And so yeah. when they yep. see something on television, they think, oh, that equates to success. Why don't I replicate that? And so now we're going to see just a shit ton of copycats of this, uh, this that's garbage fair. that isn't even wrestling. It's yeah, I, I, I can fair. see that. Schmuck. It's just shit. And even the f- little bit of wrestling that was involved didn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like this, this, you know, oh, that monkey flip was amazing, too. That, that this, was a cool this move. Whole spot. It was just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Just, the storytelling, sorry, 
we're going back to the actual. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should. We should. We'll yeah. be yeah. on and off That's track. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. how we normally do it anyway. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah Stephen, uh, uh, as compared to Final Deletion, this is your other second brother versus brother match. You know, you, yeah. and I have to say, mm. I have a feeling I don't think you, you're you too into this match. Probably because it's just a straight wrestling match. Yeah, this is great. So this is um th- this kind of like... this. This what you're talking about actually kind of is why I tend to not like wrestling. And one thing I don't like about this is like I just don't know that I'm smart enough to see how it's good. Uh, like I just see it as guys like kind of flopping around and doing holds and whatever. And I'm just like, oh, this is the same as anything else. And w- what's interesting to me, like hearing you talk about and other previous guests too, is they're like, oh, it's so technical, like really impressive move. And I'm like, and we always break try same. to break it down, and you just it's, can't discern. I don't somehow. see it. I haven't seen um, it enough. You know, like think. Imagine if. And and I'm in no way saying that we're stuntmen or whatever, but there's elements to it. There's a reason that pro sure. wrestling stands the test of time is because there's no other form of entertainment like it. There just isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we're one take stuntmen. We're one take salesmen. Um, everything's one take. And you you don't have but an inch or a second to hit that mark or you're fucked. Right. Mm-hmm. Because this is not. You know, you're not pulling punches. I know people think that it's soft. They think it's a trampoline. Mm-hmm. Any good chiropractor will tell you face up. No, I'm kidding. Any good chiropractor tell you dick Look up. I'm going to make you feel good. Pull your pants down. I'm a chiropractor. The truth is every time we take a fall in the ring, even though people say, oh, they know how to fall. You know, they're trained to. Every time you take the fall, it doesn't matter. The impact is the same. The impact is the equivalency of a fender bender in your car. So if you think about it, you're taking 10 to 20 of these in a 10-minute span. Fender benders in your car. Most people don't recover from one. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, my neck still screwed up from one from 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're seven feet tall. Your bones are so big. Yeah, you're Uh, huge. You're huge. So it just there's so many elements that go into it. And I think it's obviously easier for someone when they're trained and they understand how difficult it is to hit these points. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just the storytelling aspect of it in a sense, it's difficult when we can't hear the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's equally difficult when you have sort of come in with not a lot of context, probably other than what you Wikipedia and looked up sure. to get to this. Right. Oh, okay. They're two brothers fighting. Right. One's jealous of the success more or less and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, does it look fake to you? I mean, like, in the sense of like, do you see like whole like any air in between the holes? It does. Like, it does look fake to me. Where I mean, I'm and, trying to, and I and I hear you. And, and my 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 giveaway has always been on the performance of uh, the people being hurt. I've always felt like oh, the, I'm selling. Like, the selling, the I, selling. It looks not like I always said. It doesn't look like pain. It looks like performance of pain. And the performance of pain is way different than what it looks like when people are hurt. Right. And uh, people always justify that. Usually, generally, including wrestlers, with that you need to play need to, to play the, play back the back row. row. Sure. Yeah. This is uh, sixteen thousand people, so you gotta gotta yeah. over accentuate. And I yes. get that, but I, and I always respond to well, I'm critiquing the medium that I'm watching, and I watch it on TV. Uh, if I if I saw it in the back row of something and I was like, and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's what pain looks like. I mean, maybe, but, uh, but I always, I don't know. That always kind of like bothers me to go like, uh, oh yeah. What, what is this that they're doing? Uh, you know, like it's just this weird performance or like flaily arms or whatever. We watched a match a a few episodes ago that was like the whole thing of it was how they were overselling it. Who was this? It was Hogan. Oh, it was Hogan, um, Sean Michaels. Oh yeah. was flopping all over. Uh Great match. match. I love it. I love it. So good. And you know, like in retrospect, it's funny. Like once you frame it to me like that, but I'm again, I'm such a bad wrestling fan. I don't know enough about it that I was just like, yep, looks like wrestling. 
wrestling. Well, like, to also give context, no we, we yeah. kind of didn't tell Stephen yeah. that Michaels was overselling in that match. Sure. We just sort of let him watch it to in see spite. if he could tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, just to prove that I don't know. You sure. know but we wanted to confirm. <laughs> yeah. We really kind of yeah. didn't notice it. I don't. I'm not, I'm not sophisticated enough. And I wonder, I was thinking about it. It was like, I wonder if I never got past the the interest. I, I feel like as a lot of times as kids, this could be wrong, the, the fake fighting or like the like, oh, like, you know how the kids have that like aggressive want to play fight thing. Yeah, that, I, I didn't never have any got friends because of that. Sorry, I didn't have any friends because of that. <laughs> <laughs> you kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me punch you in the face. I didn't have any friends because my personality. So kind yeah, of Stephen Perlstein is a monster. Hey, rightfully, <laughs> he, he tones yeah. himself down for this podcast. Right, for no reason I didn't have. Dates. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like I think I never, I never got past that to go. Like I was never interested in enough to uh, develop the level of sophistication that I think other people have who watch wrestling. They can see the difference between you know an oversell or an undersell or all it's, that stuff. It's I fantasy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's fantasy. I don't think it's any different than like Neo Larpers um, who might have some issue with, you know, if you get uh, an ice ball thrown at you, but mm-hmm. you didn't freeze properly or you didn't freeze good enough. <laughs> well, that does you know piss me I mean? off. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I mean, it, it, like, or that's not how you burn when I throw a fireball at you. Like you're not writhing in pain enough. Like, yeah, right. You know, like, so I'm sure some of that crap happens too. It's really no different. Like, sure. Have you ever um, done improv? Uh yeah I I meet human beings every day and it's just constant that's it <laughs> uh, that's it well, that's what I, I said yeah, yeah. I, do have, I do have a little background so it's um, like I feel like it's like the yes and thing where it's like you're you know if if you're doing LARPing and you throw a fireball at somebody and they just stand there and don't react to it that's exactly right yeah they're saying no they're negating your gift of which kills the scene. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know or at least it can you know or yeah. you're asking all these questions and stuff and it's just you know it this, doesn't this ugh. has nothing to do with anything but I just want to say that you mentioned rolfing and you mentioned LARPing mm. and I forever ago saw do you remember there was a campaign like years ago on billboards and it said go rving.com because it was telling you to get an rv and go and i kept looking at the billboard and i kept going what the fuck is gorvik it's uh. <laughs> like been a thing in my head for years and i like it took me like a week to like keep driving by this thing and i Nick. went oh my, girl, my girlfriend and i are into gorving so much Wait, that's awesome. you better get yourself checked Wait, is, uh, you drain your vent hey, uh, is uh is that what you can call Call your fans Gorvers. I call them Gorvers. Yeah, yeah. Nick Gligger's fans are called Gorvers. Yeah, for some reason it's Gligger's Gorvers. That's what I call it. Feel free to tweet at us. Hashtag Gligger's Gorvers. Hashtag Gligger's Gorvers. Um, Gligger's Gorvers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. So, like, does that? How about that? You're a wrestler. Does it bother you when people say wrestling is fake? How do you feel about that? I mean, it used to when you're young and you're you know more abrasive and you you know. But as you understand that most people are idiots, yeah, uh, I know that. You know they're gonna Count they're gonna have their party. judgments. Um, you know, and like for, for example, Brett's selling the knee right here. He jumped out. Oh, and yeah, he did great. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone who's twisted a, an ankle or like pinged a knee a little bit. Um, Brett's selling's pretty on point. You know, so the key yeah. to look for here is will it last throughout the match or will it right. magically go away? Yeah, does he right? drop it after a minute? Right, right, right. But see, we have a neat storytelling point here now where Owen being this opportunist, which is really what every awesome heel is, is an opportunist at right. the end of the day. Now mm-hmm. he's taking advantage of it instead of saying like, hey, we're going to fight as equal brothers. Right. It's like, I, I see some fucking blood in the water. I'm going to come after it, motherfucker. Yet, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Do you always pick up on those moments of the psychology when it's like, oh, we know that a guy's ankle is hurt. 
now the other guy is going to exploit that injury. Yeah, you pick up on that stuff. No, I mean, so like, because that's what we just saw. Yeah, so for the longest time I didn't, uh, I was uh, trying to think of, I think there was like an early Hogan match or somebody uh, hurt their Uh, wrist or their hands or something, and we saw them like work that hand or whatever, and I was like, I don't know, this just looks like uh, the same Bailey, Sasha Banks, probably. That's it, Bailey, Sasha Banks. Early early Hogan match when Bailey and Sasha Banks were Yeah, yeah, they were a huge influence on Hulk Hogan. episode, I kind of blanked. We watched, uh, we showed him like Bailey, Sasha Banks from like NXT Brooklyn. Yeah, and the story of that was like hurting the hand, working the hand. I mean, you know, again, to me, not sophisticated enough. It just looked like wrestling. It looked like the same type of thing. It just right. maybe a more specific set of moves, but I didn't think of it that way. Now, now I can kind of see like, oh, I guess we're working the legs. I guess his knees hurt. Uh, okay, cool. That's, right. Like that's if the he story. took a tumble over the rope and he mm-hmm. fell weird on his leg and, you know, and then I, I know we've tried to, to, to train you how to listen to the announcers too with sort of that double brain where it's like yeah. they'll, they'll use that to sell sometimes yeah. like oh oh he's hurt he's hurt yeah. oh he's grabbing the leg he's really favoring that ankle like there's yeah. always they're all telling that same story to for sure yeah yeah I agree. Well, what's I funny that. as well too I mean also when I was younger I did have those friends you know that uh, very much like you who would think like oh that's so fake like look at that that wouldn't hurt that's so stupid sure. da, da, da. yeah and then it would always boil down to uh, well let me try it on you Mm-hmm. And let's see if it, let's see yeah. if it hurts or not. <laughs> right. And that was another reason I spent many a weekends alone watching wrestling because like nobody wanted to get in a headlock. You, you'd like yeah. stretch him a little bit. <laughs> oh, and I mean, yeah. particularly watching Brett uh, and Owen, the sharpshooter was the most painful. Uh, move that you could get put into um, because not only would if you're not very flexible your legs and knees but your back yeah right your lower the back. back yep yeah and if you think about it I mean when these guys are performing they're athletes they're warming up first they're stretching as you should you know you should um, but when you're getting called out like on the street or whatever not that I've ever put anyone on a sharpshooter <laughs> just uh, on the street hey, yet. Lady, yeah <laughs> today might be the first time we'll I talk about so. it <laughs> I hope so but but this stuff really hurts I mean this is not um this is not soft stuff you know yeah. I, I mean it really the 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 rule of thumb usually is if it looks like it hurt it probably did mm-hmm. yeah uh, and accidents happen all the time, you know. Uh, I want to say something and, and hope uh, to be respectful in the way I say. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, but I, but like I don't know. I, I feel like a a lot of people in wrestling tend to oversell the pain or tell me how much it hurts a lot. But I think and you underestimate how much these things actually hurt. I probably too, no do. matter what. I probably do. But Steven I will still say, thinks he could do a moonsault. I'm sure I could do a moonsault. <laughs> Get me out there. Uh, uh, I could teach you. <laughs> yeah, we know you can. <laughs> I can uh, yeah, man. I've, I've been impressed with some of the. the well, I've seen I think you do. if you see if you were to watch Shakespeare back in the day, would you say like, oh, there's these people are overacting, like they're overacting? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because pretty much what you're looking at when you look at a ring is a theater in the round, right? You know, so it's going back to what you said, where it's true, you do have to sell to the last row, yeah. Because who the fuck is going to pay all this money to see your scalp? I agree. You know I mean? <laughs> right. If you're sitting there, and no, I mean that was some that was a Ooh, rule I had God, to that learn. Powered pile driver, oh, jeez, it's, it's crazy. He's popping out, and he's still selling the, in, the injured knees, putting himself through. Right. Both of yeah. them had absurd pile drivers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, these like, pile drivers yeah. gave me anxiety. Yeah. Well, it was so paralyzed. close to the mat. Oh, yeah. That that's a dangerous, that that's that a dangerous move. Uh, I bet. Yeah. The pile driver? Yeah. Very dangerous. I mean, so I will, here, I will to, to respond to what you said, like, I do so sort let's, of think. Let's go to a clip of the superplex real quick. Here it is right here. All right. So that was uh, Owen Hart, Hart oh. superplex. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. had to hurt. Yeah, yeah, you see Brett's not getting up very fast. Even That's going to move. Right. So it's putting 
yourself through hell to make sure the other person gets hurt even worse. Yeah. Sometimes it backfires, you know. Yeah. And sure, of course, oh. where they're at in the point of the match, they're selling there too. Oh yeah. It's like they're drained. Yeah, they're not fresh. They're still fucking hurt. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to respond to two things that you said real quick. Uh, one was you said like, would you criticize Shakespeare in the round if you saw it back in the day and said it was bad? And I think it's always sort of fair to critique something from a modern point of view and just go like, how is it? Now, compared to what it compared to what it is or what it's supposed to be now, is it good? And we'd probably I don't know. I've never seen Shakespeare acting back in the day. It probably would have been bad, but who knows? But we would all, we'd all respect it. We'd all respect it and go. That's what it was at the time. So like, who fucking cares? Um, the thing that I don't think it works in this is like and what I think Lucha does really well is you are filming it. You are showing it to an audience. So you need to be good. And that medium. And if you're not, then like, I think I have the right to go. This fucking sucks. I saw that whiff. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you, what do you think about when you watch like a si- silently and you, mm-hmm. and you know that the, they, the style of acting used to be so unbelievably Terrible. animated. Awful. Sure. But, yeah. but, but then so, so do you not like silent movies? Does like that style not work for you because you know that you're watching a silent movie and there is no sound. So they really had to over emote. I mean, do silent movies bother you? So that's, um, I think that's a really great question. And I think of that, like I think of come up. Uh, a birth of a nation, right? Uh, that is a, of course, a you real pick, cool movie. Yeah. You, you pick the with, most racist that one. you agree with completely. <laughs> Stephen Pearls. <laughs> oh, I love racism. Um, no, what's interesting Jesus about Christ, that could have picked any movie. This Go is ahead. how people in, film i think think about it is like i re- you have to respect it for what it was and the innovations that it was and why it was good at the time mm-hmm. but i think it's fair to condemn it and go yeah it's a fucking piece of shit and it's super racist and it's awful i think you can say the same thing about even just like the, the way they used to do sound back in like when early sound movies they'd mm-hmm. have people all like get really close to a flower and like say their lines because they couldn't know what to do with the microphones and that yeah. was fucking stupid do you think a trip to the moon is a piece of shit um it's not great Oh. It's interesting. It's super interesting. And yeah. if you think about that, nobody was editing before the Lumiere brothers. Like, fuck yeah, that's incredible. Uh, but you know, now we'd be like, uh, have you seen Avatar? Take your trip to the moon and shove it up your ass. Avatar is uh, a piece of shit. Oh, it, is. It, it is so bad. Yeah. Avatar fucking sucks butts. Oh, but in two thousand and eight or nine, when it came out, we were all like, that's incredible. It was trash and then, then. And then six yeah. months it's later, trash. six months that later, movie, we're like, I it's Pocahontas. It. It's bullshit. No, no, Everybody no, no. I said before worst. that right. movie came out, I'm like this is gonna be garbage like, what a waste of my fucking time i feel like it was fine oh, as like a God. technical display it was an incredible to, it was technical display. avatar to melt it's like a movie it wasn't good oh, but so it's like a technical it's pay attention to the finish here real yeah quick too yeah, because yeah. this was one that really i think surprised i, I love the finish to this yeah match. so uh so explain what this move is or tell us what this is because i don't fully... he was going for a victory roll okay yeah, it was where he's supposed to roll the way through but yeah, Bret Hart oh, put was. the brakes on mm. didn't pull the tights didn't do anything cheap he just ended up outmaneuvering them mm-hmm. and winning yeah. fair and square. So, I mean, in a way, uh, it really surprised the audience because you would think, well, if Owen was going to win, then he was going to cheat to win. But yeah, he ended up winning clean. Yeah, it was just a clean. clean win. And you're thinking for sure Brett's going to win this match or something, right? right? Even though it could go either way. But yeah, yeah that's clean win. Yeah, Super clean. Yeah, that's something I loved about this match is like, to me, the story of the match was... Uh, Owen trying to get out from under Brett's shadow. Brett is just a better wrestler, just a little bit than Owen, so he's able to reverse his moves. Owen gets, uh, you know, manages to uh, make some headway with like little cheating and stuff like that. But the way that Owen wins the match is by out wrestling his brother, yeah. which he's yeah. tried to do the whole match. So it's just mm-hmm. a simple like it's an inversion that's just great. 
You know, yeah, and this no, was their yeah. first Phenomenal. in-ring clash, especially in this uh, rivalry. I've stolen this very finish many, many a yeah. time. Yeah, we'll say uh, you want to do Brett Owen mania finish. Yeah, okay, uh, that's what it's that's awesome. Yeah, we just give a little lingo. Brett Owen. Yeah, let's do that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was this was named the '94 Feud of the Year, Stephen. It was mm. called one of the great. It still is called one of the greatest rivalries uh, ever in uh, in wrestling history. And I believe it was uh, Chris Jericho who said this match was kind of Owen's coronation, which I'll, I'll agree with. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was still the Rocket Owen Hart at this point. Yeah. And then after yeah. this, shortly, he went on to be the king of the ring. So like the Black and Heart. And like the yeah. only thing that, you know, uh, stepping on your side now where I can see to criticize mm-hmm. this match. Please. Everybody <laughs> comes around eventually. Oh, <laughs> the, one, the one major criticism I have of this match is the Twinkie Lake cream uh, on the corner of Owen's mouth at the end of <laughs> yes. the Oh, yeah. I, I noticed that. Like, Don't it's, make a mean joke. Uh, Don't make a mean joke. It's one of the most disgusting things and it's bothered me since the second I saw this match where I just like all I could think of was like I don't know like that Stay Puff kind of cream. You well know, sure. you know what? Now I no one salivates this episode. Like it's we're weird. Calling for the, we're calling for our listeners right now. Get into Maya. Clean that up. Let's remaster this. That's a remastered a great version. Idea. Yeah, let's do so Paul Landon, London can have it the Use way he wants it. You're let's coding. Get a, mm-hmm. Let's get a special edition of this match. Let's throw some stuff in there. I honestly feel like I could do that. Like I think I could fix it. I'm not going to, but I probably could. Throw, it a ha- throw a hashtag up at us. Yeah. Hashtag Paul London thinks Twinkie Cream is weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> hashtag Cream or no Cream. Uh, why not? Okay, uh, so uh, now, now so far we usually we go around we sort of give our final thoughts on the match. We were yeah. Yeah, rate it. We'll do a one out of five Twinkie cream mouths. Yeah, sure. sure. Twink, Twinkie uh, creams on the corner sure. of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of five creams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've I'll start. I've always been a fan of this match. I think it's a, a great match. Uh, it's man. I always think about that alternate reality where you know Owen Hart would still be around, and it always bums me out when I watch an old Owen Hart match. But I do. I love the the Hearts. I mean, they're really both in their prime at this point. It's Absolutely. a great match. It's amazing storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's amazing storytelling. Brother versus brother. Uh, the psychology of this match is wonderful. Like we were talking about, like, you know, th- they knew each other. They're brothers. They train together. They train in the Hart Dungeon. They, they know how each other work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fan-fucking-tastic match. I'm giving this a five. I'm giving this a five. Uh, Nick, and just a quick follow-up question on this. Five creams. To five, five creams. Five, five, five mouth creams. creams. Uh, Not to mention that the crowd is so into it. Oh, and yeah. by the way, uh, great, great um, uh, commentary on this match, especially from uh, Heel King at the time. He oh, was yeah. like on point. Oh, yeah. well, Heel, Heel King was amazing in any Bret Hart match. Yeah, Jerry Lawler was on point. He, just, he just picked a strong choice of like, oh, like fuck you, Bret Hart. And I even yeah. think, and I even think in this match, Vince McMahon knew a couple of holds. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. So yeah, what a maneuver. Yeah. Uh, my follow up, Nick, was: uh, Do you also dream of an alternate reality where this podcast is about trophies? That's uh, a reference to <laughs> a an couple episode episodes. that I don't think is out yet. Actually, when this comes out, uh, cut. Never mind. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did I make that joke? Yeah, yeah, you did. Trophies. Yeah. Hey, man, I made I made that joke, and I didn't even call back. To <laughs> All right, l- uh, let's cut to that alternate reality. Fine. I'm Joey, and I love trophies. I'm Nick. I love trophies. I'm Paul, and I love trophies. I'm Stephen, and I also love trophies. This show is over because we all love trophies. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm Ben. Jeff. I'm Ben. I'm, I'm uh, no, I'm. I'm uh, 
Ben, just, just do, do it. The, just do okay, the I'm thing. Okay, so, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, this is Ben, Jeff, and Thayer, and we host a podcast called Convince Me, where we have guests on to try to convince us to get on board with their unique obsessions. Check out our I'm podcast. It's called Convince Me. I'm Jeff. Joey, your rating. Thanks yeah, for coming okay, back was to a, alternate reality. That was a fun alternate reality. <laughs> where, uh, also, uh, Put like a weird droning noise uh, in the background. Yeah, yeah. We know it's Joey, Just reality. a heads up. Uh, Joey in that ultimate reality isn't seven feet tall. He's nine feet tall. Oh, shit. <laughs> he's also purple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, and in that reality, Steven's favorite movie is still Birth of a Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really agrees with the points the yeah. movie makes. I don't know. It's interesting, you know? Yeah, like, KKK are the heroes. <laughs> Birth of a Nation post-industrial and magic touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Somebody God. should clean that movie up. Too. God. Where, where they don't have uh, torches, but giant foam fingers. <laughs> like, uh, uh, number giant one. foam fingers that just say, like, go whites. <laughs> uh, now that... Also, somebody go into Maya and make that movie. Please, that would nobody be make hilarious. That. No uh, one should make. Everybody that. should make. All right, sorry. Go okay, ahead, Joey. So, uh, so yeah, this was. I mean, this was just a really solid match. I haven't watched this match in a in a good little while. And um, something that Paul was saying is like just the timing on the moves was great. Like the psychology was great. Like you know things like Owen's inseguri, just like things like that. I feel like it's tough to make an inseguri look good. But like the way oh, that they did don't. it, but the way that they, that Owen did it, did it. It just it felt like such a great. It hurts. Yeah, to see yeah. It. There's yeah, totally. In there. Yeah, yeah. And like there, this is just like two amazing wrestlers who have great chemistry together, putting on just a great match. And like this brother versus brother feud was so good that as wrestling fans, we always look forward to brother versus brother feuds because it's an easy story. But I feel like everyone since the Owen Brett feud has been a letdown. Because this feud is so great, sure, yeah, and because this match is so great, so yeah, I'll agree with Nick. This is uh, this is a uh, five mouth creams. Wow, <laughs> shit, it's uh, twink creams. It's yeah, twink, twink creams. Cream. Cream. Mouth, uh, mouth cream works though. Yeah, yeah. mouth cream does too. Yeah, <laughs> we're up to ten. By the time I'll get to it, it'll be shaving cream. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Paul, what, what did you think about this match? Uh, well, obviously, I I clearly love this match. Uh, it was something that heavily influenced my journey and still does. Uh, hence, why I stole the finish and yep. stolen many spots in this match uh, and this is part of why I wore a singlet when I started wrestling is because Owen wore a singlet mm-hmm. and I thought well that's not that, that that looks more wrestlery. It was just this was the most wrestling-ish match I had ever seen up to this point, and maybe still afterwards, uh, with the exception of a few Dynamite Kid matches mm-hmm. um, from Japan. But again, he Dynamite Kid grew up in the dungeon as well. So yep. yeah, anytime you see something that's uh, heart related, uh, and I mean you know the the main figures of that heart dynasty, you know you're gonna see. Excellent craftsmanship, technicians. You're going to see the time, everything, yes. the storytelling, the selling. I mean, it's just, you're going to allow yourself to put aside whatever ideas you have about it and just kind of get taken on this ride. Yeah. It's just so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a, a favorite film that you can watch over and over and over and again. You know, you just don't get tired of it. I, just, I hadn't seen this in quite a while, so I was sitting here wanting to pay attention and watch uh, it at the same time, yeah, marking out for it. Yeah, yeah. 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 marking out afterwards. It. We'll watch it. Oh, man. it's so uh, good. It's with so the good. Yeah, yeah. Co- our commentary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, just just a wonderful match. I, I'll always 
think it's just the cream of the crop, no pun intended. <laughs> so mouth cream of the crop. Yeah, definitely mouth cream of the mouth crop. Uh, mouth twink creams. Wow. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so far, we got a perfect 15. score. Steven, go, go ahead and disappoint yeah, us. Yeah, go ahead and fuck it up. Yeah, so I, I'm going to say I will disappoint you on this one. <laughs> I'll just I'll spoil it for everybody. Um, you know, I think, I think a lot of times when I'm coming to this match or matches, I'm just trying to look for something that spikes my interest or can like keep me in it. Um, and this was just like lacking. Uh, one thing I just like, I'm spoiling this for everybody is like things that sort of impress me is like weird flippy shit or things that I can tell or physicality that seems harder. Um, I, I don't know if you would agree with this, but I think like looking at this now, you'd go like, these are all fairly stock moves. None of it. It may be great storytelling, but nothing is like innovative or super different or super unique to these wrestlers. Am I right on that? Not really. No, really? at the time. These what guys, about now? What about now? Now? Yes, but it's because of this match. Okay, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. If that makes sense. Like other matches so, are standing on the shoulders of this match. What, what, yeah. what do you feel like at the time was innovative or what? Like, was there a move or a spot or like, I'm like, I'm just throw, throw storytelling out for me because I, I wish I could be more savvy and understand it. But like, what's something in there that was that? Uh, not to put you on the spot. This is a terrible, no, tough question that you weren't it's, expecting. It's, no, it's fine. It's the fluidity mm-hmm. uh, of, of, of what they're doing in there. It's the mm-hmm. fluidity of the action. Um, the execution. The absolute execution, execution of excellence. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, that's why Brett was the excellence of execution. You know, <laughs> he was just uh, on point with everything. And Owen was right there. And you could hear the slaps. You could feel the the insecurity, the kick to the back of the neck. You could feel the backbreakers. You could feel the things yeah. uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that's through the selling, through the, the facial expressions, through the moves that they chose to do as a result of those injuries. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, they didn't start the match off with a gunshot to the head. You know, yeah. there's no match. And that's one of my problems with what we see today, mm. which is a lot of this flippy stuff is how are you possibly going to carry on for the rest of your match when you right. start off with a death blow? Yeah. Sure, it right. doesn't right. make sense just to impress the people right off the bat. Mm-hmm. No, people respond to action and sound. Um, and if they're deaf, then you really need to give them action. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hence the silent film talk. We, we know for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Correct. silent films. Me too. You wrong. I've been on a huge kick, especially lately. Oh yeah. Like Buster Keaton stuff's great. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a huge Lon Chaney fan. Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. Oh yeah. I think you were telling I, me about Lon Chaney. I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lon Those, Chaney's yeah, awesome. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I have lunch over at his mausoleum from time to time. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I love silent films and it's, it's the ultimate form of, ex- of expression mm-hmm. without sound. You yeah. Know? So you really have to have it in your eyes and in, you know, if, if you haven't seen the penalty yet, I would recommend you see the penalty. Is this an old silent film? Yeah. It's a Lon Chaney film okay. where he mm-hmm. basically tucked his legs back behind himself and strapped his uh, legs behind himself so that he could portray an amputee. Oh, fun. And he fit his nubs into these wooden stumps and he endured excruciating pain just to do this. Yeah. It's it's a phenomenal uh, film and hopefully, you know, I'll have a different view on the acting in silent films just because Chaney shows such rage in this film and it's not yeah. overblown. Well, a lot of times, well, okay, yeah. yeah. we, we could Phenomenal. get into that, but well, sure. I'll, I'll finish this up. Uh, and then if we want to talk about oh, silent yeah, films sorry. for days. Oh yeah, sorry. I got to ruin it. We almost didn't let you ruin it for us. Uh, yeah. So again, like I'm just looking for like, I think like, like a child in a way, like a, like a, you could say like they go to Marvel movies and just like seeing shit explode. It's just, it's just and, colors like, and colors of flashing lights. For sure. And I think right. that's a hundred percent what I'm looking for. Sure. I was trying to look up some stuff from you as 
re- as a wrestler, uh, and I ended up no finding this really there. cool uh, bit. Uh, oh yeah, doing. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is like you getting hit uh, and like doing. What do you call this? This is like giving me a clothesline, my head taken off. Yeah, Man. he did like the uh, full flip, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is, that's uh, awesome!" Yeah, this, this is uh, Snitsky, right? This is Paul London yeah, getting clotheslined by Gene Snitsky at Royal Rumble 2004. Yeah, 2000, is it four? Yeah, 2005. Yeah, yeah it's something like it's like it's like mid 2000. The title of the clip was Paul London dies, and I was like, "Well, I wonder what that is." Maybe he won't be coming this Sunday. Yeah. You know, a few people thought I've died. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, but like to me, those are, those are like the flashing lights moment where I'm like, cool. Uh, and I didn't feel like I had a lot of that. This uh, I'm not like I said, and no. this is a fault of mine. Like I'm not smart enough to see the storytelling or the sophistication or the smoothness of this wrestling. So this is my fault that I don't understand it. However, at the end of the day, it just didn't do anything for me, and I couldn't get excited. I wanted to find a way in. Joe is like, this is going to be a good one, and it was. It's like a one and a half. What uh, I knew. I, I knew why are you surprised? What? I know. Like, uh, I told you. I gave you my like, reason. It's like a straight wrestling match. And it's I, I, just I, I, wrestling, yeah. and it's, there's nothing for me to latch on to. I don't know the story. If I know, I tried to figure it out. And, and like, we try. Why I care. We damn it. We try. I try to see the smoothness of the wrestling. I try to see an impressive thing. I don't see any of it. All I just see is like two dudes rolling around and right. then like overacting. And I'm like, fuck, it's the same fucking thing. But I, I think that that's, I mean, that's so, so much of the appeal of Brett and Owen is like, they're not. They're not the type of guys that are gonna do like four fifties or whatever. No, no. Right, but, the, yeah. but like every move that they do, there's like a very logical purpose to it, and like right. it's just very like effective. Yeah. And like you know, like a uh, Bret a Hart chess match. Yeah, like Bret Hart yeah. can make like a bot just a simple body slam like more impressive and mean more in a match than somebody could make like a six forty splash look. You yeah, know, if they just right. do it for no reason, smooth right. with purpose. Yeah, yeah right. with, with purpose is a good way to put with it. Purpose. I think, I, like, I think of that like wrestling with intent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, you could probably look at. Uh, like actors in the same way. And I, again, I, I blame myself. I'm not sophisticated enough. I've said this in a thousand podcasts. Nobody ever gives me and a And I love agreeing with you. Uh, is like, if you watch, like, you could watch Jim Carrey and go like, he is the funniest actor of all yeah, time. Yeah, because he makes the biggest face. Because he does. <laughs> and and, and you'd, you'd be, like, children love him because of that, right? And it's mm-hmm. stupid. But adults, when we, like, see what, like, humans look like, we could go like, oh, fuck, who's, like, the greatest? I'd be like, Jason Bateman's really good at delivering a comedy line as an actor and a performer and not just going like, Bleh. Uh, like, do, you still yeah. laugh? do you still laugh at Ace Ventura? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. All righty then. Uh, All righty then. I also feel like maybe this is un- unfairly shitting on Jim Carrey because he's super talented in a he lot is. of ways. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there is something to that argument that I'm trying to well, make. Well, it's just like, is the best actor the loudest actor? Yeah, exactly. You know? That's why I'm the best. One of the things <laughs> I used to say about Chris Farley is like, uh, you know, everybody laughed at him because he's a fat guy falling through the table, but he could do so much more. And I think, yeah, he, he could. could. Yeah. And I think you could see that. And there's a difference between like fat guy falling through the table, which we all know comedians like that. <laughs> we all know is the funny. You're yeah, like, yeah. You're like you're not a real. You're not doing the same thing, and then like a real true performance. And so I, I see that you guys are seeing real true performances. I'm just, I'm still a fucking little kid at wrestling, going like, uh, make it something flashy and cool or interesting or mm. I don't know. Whatever. That's okay because your one and a half creams added to our fifteen creams yep. Yep. equals sixteen and a half creams, and sixteen is my lucky number. So oh, no, oh yeah. Yeah. So do you want me to knock down so. my rating a little bit? <laughs> not too bad. You shave the half off. Take that half. Uh, take yeah. that half off. We don't need it. Shave it right off. All right. Right. Well, if anybody wants a higher score, just Maya that in. Paul also wanted to show us the clip Queen Kong versus Deathstalker from the 1987 fantasy slash action slash adventure film Deathstalker 2. Yep. Yeah, this clip features the, the main character Deathstalker, played by John Terleski, wrestling in a battle of the death with the intimidating Amazonian wrestling queen 
uh, wrestler Queen Kong. Yeah, yeah, let's throw a clip of that. This is, of course, a fight to the death. Naturally. No mercy. Well, well may the best man... Skip it. It's a nice outfit. Do you have to uh, buy your clothes at a special store? This thing so Paul, what is the, amazing. So, Paul, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this is every dream put into one. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Here. Okay. Uh, I've never seen this. Deathstalker 2 is one of my absolute favorite films of all time. I was recently, I was using the theme song from this film, which if you watch it, it's probably the only song in this film. Uh, that was my entrance theme for a while just because I love this film so much. Cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is uh, this is USA Up All Night style fun. Uh, for sure. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Uh, the reason I love this movie is because it, if you watch this whole film, John Turleski is one of the most charismatic, uh, goofy kind of heroes that I've... I mean, he's just awesome. And yeah. so this, this scene here is... He has offended this Amazonian <laughs> tribe mm-hmm. of women um, because he is kind of this womanizer. He has this reputation of being this womanizing, oh, okay. yep. uh, adventurer, yeah. swashbuckler, you know, uh, treasure hunter. Mm-hmm. And so when he thinks he's in good hands, he's actually in danger, and his only way out of uh, out of it is to fight to the death against the queen. <laughs> well, it's Queen Kong, but I can't remember exactly what her name is in this movie. But poster for this thing, yeah. There Oh man! Neither of those two characters are in this film. I yes. <laughs> love it on the poster. Uh, but I just, you know, I thought in this fantasy world, uh, you know, the fact that there's a ring. Um, I don't know if you can hear it, but the, at the beginning, there's a very poorly done uh, Rocky type ripoff song. Yeah, oh, I yeah, saw yeah. that. I loved it. it. It's so good. Did you love this movie? Like when when you were younger? Then like you remember like when it came out, or did you discover this later? Uh, discovered this I, last I, week. I, yeah, <laughs> uh, I I loved this movie. I would say for the last ten years. Okay. Um, I wasn't familiar with it as a kid, although it's <laughs> odd because I do feel as though I watched it because when I first saw this film, I felt a familiarity with it. That's a great backdrop right there. Oh yeah, so <laughs> painful. Yeah, <laughs> so painful. Yeah, like landed on its side. Yeah. Yep. Um. And so there was. It was weird. It was as though it, it was like a dream I could remember. You know. Um. Maybe you saw Deathstalker one. Well, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of this other film called Wizards of the Lost Kingdom, uh-huh. and that's done in the same. These are all Argentinian. They're all done in Argentina. These yes. these low budget films. Um. You know, Jim Wynarski is this. Movie director who does all this schlock and all this stuff. He he did this movie called uh, Chopping Mall. I don't know if you oh I've it. seen yeah. Chopping Mall. Oh, yeah, I've definitely this is a heard. Roger Corman produced yeah, yeah, film. Absolutely. Yeah. So John Trulesky, this guy here, the star, he's also in Chopping Mall. He's one of that's the, the same guy. Yeah, he's in Chopping Mall as well. He's uh, unfortunately he's offed early in that movie because that's ah. before this. So he did so well in Chopping Mall. They're like, hey, we're gonna make you a star in Deathstalker too. <laughs> uh, this is your um, big break, kid. <laughs> but if you see Deathstalker one. It's very serious. It's really 
boring. It's crap. It's um, a different guy too. It's a different guy. The tone's different. It's not fun at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really tried to be Conan, and yeah. this was just having a complete piss out of itself. It's so <laughs> fun. It never bores. This match is actually um, very long. That's the one thing I I'm not particularly fond of in this match is that it just it drags it is long yeah it's 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 about 10 minutes yeah and they go like 10 rounds you think in a movie it would be like a four minute scene right but that's that's in a film that has other scenes that you wanted to that they want the audience to see whereas this is like how can we add time let's shoot some more queen kong scenes it it did look like the corman mentality that's it yeah i was like oh wait this is a different location they've decided to put in here oh yeah my favorite acting is his his leg Lady friend off to the side, oh. and they cut over, her and she's just going, "Yeah, oh, okay, come she's on. Ru- yeah, yeah, there she is, she's but, rough." Yeah, but something, it. something Good. I love about this is like usually yeah. when there's usually when there's wrestling in movies. Like, you know, in movies that aren't about wrestling, like the wrestling, it's like they'll throw in a couple of comedy spots. It's like an airplane spin or whatever. Sure, yeah. Whereas this, like, it feels like they just booked and did like a 10 minute, 20 minute match. Like, <laughs> it really yeah. does. Yeah. He's got it a feels, head scissors right there. Like you did a match. spin kick. Yeah. He's actually, he's a, he looks like he's a pretty damn good athlete. He looks like, yeah. you know, he's got some good roundhouses. Like yeah. someone in here is a trained wrestler. Yeah. Some, well, yeah, she definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. Not Kong, she was famous for being in Glow. Oh, right. Actually, I remember. She, oh, was, yeah. she was one of the stars of Glow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, got Glow a show coming out about gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous ladies, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah. yeah, the original, the real, mm-hmm. the real one. That, yeah, uh, they've got a show coming out about. That. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of. They've been kind of rehashing themselves, and mm-hmm. they're always on the redo. And you never yep. know. Yeah. Um, so, but that's another thing that was really interesting about this. They took <laughs> this real wrestler who was a female pitted him against him and yeah he ended up winning you know and nobody dies nobody you know they're, they're still baby facing at the end there yeah. she yeah, gives that's him the like, thumbs up like, of like approval uh, yeah like yeah. you're actually a man we don't want to kill <laughs> yeah, you know? like you're fine <laughs> yeah, and for an intergender match you know what I mean it, it wasn't in a movie overly it didn't feel like it didn't feel like no one was um, sexualized nobody was yeah, it yeah, it safe. Crap yeah like them. there was no domestic abuse spots mm-hmm. you know like it was just clean, wholesome. And it was just a match. Like you, you it was like a match. Me. And I thought it was super positive because we had that lady going, yeah, cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, this right. wasn't a, a kitchen yeah, sink okay. match, I believe yeah. is what that one's called. Oh, we, we showed him the oh. China versus Jeff Jarrett uh, good housekeeping match. Oh, good housekeeping match, yeah. yeah. You're trying to make him not a fan. Right. Look, man, you gotta you gotta show him the good and the bad. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Sure we have, we've shown him some bad. You've shown me some bad, and I appreciate that. Uh, so let's, uh, so, yeah, I mean, is it time to rate this Let's thing? rate sure. it. Sure. Can we please rate it on a scale of Yes. <laughs> One to five. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll give this. Yeah, uh, yeah this is fun. Um, I, I don't really have any thoughts on this. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Fun. I give this. Late. I give this. Yes. 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 Three. Three. Yeah, that's a, three. Okay. Well, that's a um, creepy way to do it. Yeah, it is. Also, when you do it, like when you up. say yes, that's. Uh, yeah, don't do it like yeah, that. I don't want to listen to you like, have a half orgasm on the show. <laughs> oh, if you do that, look into the oh mirror. Stare yourself and look into the mirror and do that. You know? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. On a strange yes, yes apparition yes, will show up. Yes. Kong will appear. Guys, I, I'm, not, I'm yes. not a very. I'm a bad impressionist. Okay. I thought you did good. You just didn't have to count. No, them. it's just oh. it is. It sounds weird. It's not you. It's You're just your choices. So good that it made it. <laughs> it's not you. It's your choices. Uh, okay. you yeah, that's good. fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, yeah. I thought this was hilarious. 
Thank you, because now I really kind of want to see this movie. Oh, you have I to. love bad movies. You have to. Oh, actually, so, wait, I do, I, do have, I do have a thought on this. Okay, <laughs> okay. so um, uh, one of my favorite movies is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the second Bill and Ted movie. Yeah, I have the soundtrack yep. in my car right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I've got, it on, I've got it on cassette in it's my awesome. car. It's great. so good. Yeah, cool. Battle Stations by Winger is one of oh. my favorite songs. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something, something, yes. something. Yes. something yes. Battle Stations. Primus song is amazing, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Primus was with a band in it. Uh, they like open uh-huh. for or whatever, but uh, something that um, just what you were talking about about Deathstalker is like I feel like the first Bill and Ted was just like a very standard, like you know it was a high concept teen movie essentially. Like they didn't know what the end result would be. Yeah, whereas Bill and Ted two, it was like they they felt like oh we've done the weird teen movie thing now let's just go insane. Yeah, it's yeah. far more goofy. Yeah, now let's like go to hell and then go into the yes. future and then tell God poison lyrics and like I could see that I I, I haven't seen mm-hmm. Deathstalker one or two but I could see. Like the first one, they were like, oh, we're kind of in a Conan thing. And then the second one, they were like, oh, we can't believe the second one got greenlit. Let's go crazy. <laughs> oh, they use stock footage from one into. Great. Yeah. yeah. Trying to make you th- not realize that, like, those are characters from part one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's an exact scene from part one. Like, I love it's so funny. Like, I love, I love sequels for that reason when it's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, Jesus Christ. Tex- hey, look, they're both great, but they're both two very different movies Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. love two. Two is one of my favorite fucking movies. Huh. I feel like you're just this brother from that alternate dimension where you're nine feet tall. And <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, oh, yeah, it's man. Dennis Hopper is in it, and he plays cool. uh, a, a police Lefty. sheriff called Lefty, and it's a batshit incident. Bill, uh, well, he's the uncle of the victims from the first one. Yeah, he's yeah, that's right. Franklin's. That's uncle. how it goes. That's yeah. what makes it a sequel. Uh, it's it's batshit insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's it's a it's a horror comedy. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, you, we'll, and we'll Dennis Hopper's someday. first film sober. Yeah. Oh, wow. Was his first film Not interested. From being sober. <laughs> no, but he he's fun crazy in this film. Yeah. The chainsaw scene is, well, you know. The whole thing, it's great. But yeah, but that's amazing too. soundtrack. So, yeah. yeah, amazing I, I soundtrack. You guys definitely yeah, I'll check, check it out. out the whole yeah. thing. I want to watch yeah. it now. Uh, I'm giving this five. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Do five yeses. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> so, no, no. <laughs> right, so, Paul, what's your th- what's your review on this? Uh, you know, I love it so much, um, but I don't want to sound overly death stalkery biased just because <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so because the because it is literally a 10 minute match where you're sitting here thinking like okay this is a scene that technically should take or even like two minutes day. yeah it should be kind of a fun little mashup scene that lasts no more than three four minutes but yeah we do need to see the rounds go by and we do need to see the title cards mm-hmm. and we do yeah. need, or the, the round card yeah so it, i just feel like can we see every number every round card we miss we they, they there's a big jump, jump from like six to ten, ten and five yeah to ten. Okay. But, the, but the fact that you see more than one is enough you know what i mean so yeah. i know so i'll give it four Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Out of the five, yeah. just, just because I just feel it could have the pacing could have been a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. You know right. I, mean? I feel yeah, that. that. You know, so that's the only thing. Um, and maybe it's because Queen Kong in her contract demanded an X amount of minutes. Maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe. Who's Who like? I need to put on a ten minute match. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I've, that's very ever, optimistic of you to believe that that's the thing that causes that. I don't, it's not, I don't yeah. think there was it, some it, manager it that was be. like five minutes, and she was like twenty, and then like, <laughs> five, ten, five, yeah. six. We'll meet in. 
to her yeah. credit, every interview I've ever seen of her just do glow documentaries and just random wrestling documentaries where she appeared, and I would mm-hmm. think, oh my god, Queen Kong from Deathstalker too. <laughs> um, she she comes off really humble and sweet, so like she looks like a real peach. Oh, cool. You know? yeah. So maybe it was the star who said, no, let's let's do some longer scenes, and then I can do some more head scissory stuff with my crotch. She just wanted that fun. Just wanted to get her shit in. To- yeah, he totally yeah, wanted yeah. to get his shit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah just too. like totally like anyone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he gets the thumbs up. So yeah, Steven? Uh, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll, uh, this was uh, interesting. It seemed fun. It was way too long. Uh, <laughs> we all agree on that. I was like, wait, we're still gone. Okay, we're not going to progress the plot in any way. No. Okay. Great. Yep. Uh, fun. 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 Uh, it, was, it did feel fun. I liked some of the action. Also, just like it's shot like uh, it's shot like an older foreign movie. They have a specific look, like a Manuel. Yeah. yeah. It's an Argentinian <laughs> shot movie this film yeah well yeah and it, it just there's a fun look to that there's a fun style to it of um uh, i guess kind of i feel like maybe being on the periphery of like hollywood or whatever there's just there's a difference and you feel it and it's yeah, fun it's, it's not it's not like dirty but it's just there's like a grit to it that's fun there's it's like, like just, a little yeah. bit darker yeah, yeah. Yeah. grindhouse yeah, yeah just yeah, like a little I mean, bit yeah. not like not to a level of being like you know seedy but just right. like yeah, it wasn't old enough to get into the yeah grindhouse. and yeah. it almost yeah. it almost yeah. seemed like it, it, it almost seems like you're seeing inept done very well yeah yeah, yeah. for sure you know? yeah the, these guys yeah they, it's not <laughs> grungy but it's like they really made this by the seat of their pants you they could really tell. did something yeah, yeah. So, so for me this is a, a 2.5 yeah 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 uh, <laughs> wow! All right. It's not creepy Lovely. when Steven does it. Well, I did it faster. Gym. You did it at the pace of like being fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it weird. <laughs> you got some new neighbors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. and he made it yes too, which made it weird. He yeah, made yes. it yes. Yes does make it a little yeah. bit yeah. weird. Yes. 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 Yeah. I get. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like even that. Like you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like yes, yes, yes. Then like that's. I'm not trying to give you notes, man. Sorry. No, I'm gonna take this stuff to heart, guys. And the next yeah, time I'm that we do a show, use this in yeah. my sex life. It felt like we were yeah, caressing yeah. all of us at the same time with EGS. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that felt great. Like yeah, we were all. Wait, what's what's that thing? Where the what's the thumb thing? The the exoskeleton thing you were talking about? Uh, oh, oh, oh rolfing. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was rolfing everybody with my yeses. Yeah. Hey, if we've yeah. learned and we've learned anything. Especially with all these fucking noises, tell your kids to not start gorving. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't. No, no, no gorving. But like, become a gorver if you want. Well, <laughs> you could be hashtag Glickers Gorvers. I don't know if you've heard this one. Uh, I'll say real quick, but uh, on the gorving subject, um, I've. I don't know if you've been to Australia, but I have done a lot of shows in Australia. I've been very lucky to be there, and it's a beautiful country. But I did this radio show uh, there to promote some shows. And then they brought to my attention how there's this thing in Australia that the younger kids are doing nowadays called worming. Have you heard of this? What is this? Have you seen this? You heard about this? You hear about this? You guys hear about this? Yeah, but honestly, yeah, worming. Worming. Okay, and what worming is is where you basically tongue the other person's eyeball. Oh. Uh, it's not as bad as I was thinking it would be. But it's just why. I'm still um, not sure I'd do I that. No. It's like like somebody like as a, an act of attraction or just yeah, as a... Yeah, it's like you're... <laughs> is this like a gang initiation you're, thing? Yeah, you're tongue <laughs> fucking their eye socket. You know uh, what I mean? That's, like, hard uh, that's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure if I could I do that. I, I wouldn't want somebody that. to scoop out my contacts. Yeah. You yeah. Know? They'll totally eat my contact. Yeah. Flavored contacts. That's gonna be all blurry. Edible, edible underwear and flavored, flavored condoms. Oh, flavored that's contacts. goofy. <laughs> yeah, warming. I, I thought, thought for like, sure you were desperate. gonna say like. 
tongue in an asshole or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's I old hat. I know. No big deal. No, nothing at all. But it's, it's like, called okay. ruining, mate. It's uh, called ruining. Okay, if you so like, if you're a, a big fan of worming, hashtag wormings for winners. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Stephen, you said that you could do a moonsault. Yeah. Do you think I'm, you could do worming? Uh, <laughs> with the right girl? I mean, yeah, if, if it was real love, maybe. <laughs> That's lick, fair. Lick my eyes. Yeah. That's like you want to be in a relationship yeah. where you yeah. love somebody so much that yeah. if they ask, you would say yes. Yeah, of course. I feel like that's that's what we're all attaining for. Yeah. Oh, God. One Every day. worm has dirt on it. One sure day. does. So, uh, Paul, oh, thanks yeah. so much for bringing those clips in. Yeah, um, yeah so, these are great. Uh, so, uh, my pleasure. We've set, we spent the episode trying to convince Steven to love wrestling. Now mm-hmm. here's the part of the episode where he tries to convince us to love something. Guys, the thing I want you to love this week... Is uh, worming. Is oh, worming. Oh, man. And I have to lick all three of your eyes. Let me lick your eyes and tell you. Come in ecstasy. juices. Get some of that twink juice. Okay. The thing I want you guys to love this week... TSA pre-check. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this program. <laughs> TSA allows you yep. to pre-check in. You know how TSA has that horrible line where they make you take off your shoes, take your laptop yeah. out of your bag, go through the x-rays, all that stuff. It takes forever. You have to go to the airport probably an additional half hour <laughs> early, maybe an hour on yeah, like, really busy annoying. days. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. TSA pre-check. $85. Lasts for five years. You don't have to go through that line. It takes like less than Wait five minutes. Minute. It's fucking incredible. TSA pre-check is only $85 one time for five, five years? Five years. Yeah. I've already used what? it six times. It's so so fucking worth I always it. assumed it was like, well, I can't afford that. No, nope. yeah, everybody like can afford five per trip or something. You know, yeah, like, good for five that. years. You, you travel a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, on. that's that's yeah. really. So, I mean, if I wasn't on the no fly list, well, it's because of all your international worming that you got. Yeah, on really. had such hot eyeballs. Dude, you were in California on 9-11 and you're still on the no fly list. Come on. He's not pushing that story. I don't know. Yeah. I'm starting like, to not believe you. <laughs> so, okay, so, so do you? What do you do as a part of the pre-check? Are you allowed to just walk through and not check your bags? So what or? you? Uh, so what you have can to you do carry is carry weed. So you have, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. can of course. Uh, so what you do is you submit an application online. You go to a place that does like live scan. It'll take your photo or whatever. They take your f- fingerprints. Probably takes like 30 minutes. I did it out in Glendale. Pretty easy. It's an FBI uh, office, or uh, it is not an FBI office. It's like a weird, like private place. Uh, like Come a in here and watch company. these videos, guys, and like uh, <laughs> Ron Hubbard literature. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's your yeah, well, copy of Dianetics. Yeah, yeah but for Golden sure, I, Harvest Films. I'm uh-huh. just trying to make you guys go clear. I, I don't know what the big deal is. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Pearlstein, big miscavige head. Super, dude. You yeah. so yeah, into David Steven Miscavige. Loving that sketch. Yeah, he's, <laughs> friends with, he's friends with Tom Cruise, so whatever, man. Um, yeah, it's 85 bucks. Uh, they make you do that and uh, like I said it's good for five years what you do is they have a special TSA pre-check line you don't have to take off your shoes you don't have to take your laptop out of your bag mm-hmm. uh, and then you just you walk through you walk through the same like x-ray scanner that they have everywhere else don't make you but take the line is either. so much shorter like uh, I did it I just came back from New York on Monday and the line the line was super long for some reason Sunday night I guess it makes sense mm-hmm. uh, and I cruised through that in like five minutes and my friend who did not get it spent an hour at TSA wow. Was like, oh wow fuck yeah See, I fucking I Scored. I'm right. usually pretty lucky, but for yeah. those kind of days that you... There's sometimes just crazy days, man. And like, I don't know, I used to... Because I was always afraid. Like, we call, we fly out of LAX a lot. Or I fly out of LAX sure. a lot. I'm always worried I'm going to hit a crazy TSA line. And I've had it happen before where it sort of like screws you. So I end up showing to the airport always like an extra hour early. And then like sometimes it doesn't go, sometimes it does. And it, mm-hmm. I just this takes it out of my life. TSA pre-check. Check it out. Wow. Okay. That's pretty awesome. I yeah. didn't know it was that cheap. I really did not 85 know. 85 bucks. Right. I didn't know either. I assumed I couldn't afford it too. Yeah. 
Yeah. For five years. Five years. Five years. Do you get a it's card so or does it go on the So they give file? you they give you a what's called a known traveler number. They, uh, they, they, they give you an ear punch. They <laughs> you a tag in your ear. Yeah. 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 Microchip. a barcode on the back yeah. of your neck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Insertion. And then yeah, every really time easy. you fly, every time you book it, you just kind of ent- you enter that number and it goes on your boarding pass. If it's on your phone or your printed out or whatever, it just says he's TSA pre-check. Don't worry about him. Wow. So you have to put that in when you book the flight. You have to put, put it in when you book the flight. Also, if you book the flight and get it later, which I had done, like I booked the flight and then I was like, oh, I have this number. Let me try it that can you, you can put it in up till i think like the same day i think you can do it the same day oh okay. it's really incredible yeah so mm-hmm. if other people book your travel for you you have to give them this number this information sure they put it in for you yeah man that doesn't seem that hard <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I guess. I guess communicating yeah, hey. ten digits is hard for Paul London. I'm gonna say <laughs> for we're breaking me. Band of monkeys. Bringing the trash yeah. talk. Yeah, I told Lundin. you this is gonna get aggressive. But two Paul London tropes: rakishly handsome, bad with ten numbers. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> bad with technology in general. I love so, it. Uh, yeah. So I think we'll uh, I'll give that a zero. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? Are you like no good or? Uh, I guess they're saying it's no good. They like they hate everything I bring on. But but that. I no fuck that. I'll give it a ten. <laughs> yeah, listen, 10 that, out of that 10 is numbers. A, that is a potential five for me. Will mm-hmm. I yeah. sign up for it? Maybe I'll you look should. into it. That's a potential. Yeah, five. it's worth okay. it. Yeah, I'll go four then because I can't guarantee when and where I'll sure. buy this thing because that's still eighty five bucks. Or will you do it online? online? Give a shit by Tuesday. Go to the trips to the weed. Go to TSS website. You fill out the form online that you have to make an appointment. It unfortunately it's like getting a passport or anything else. The month the the time for the appointments take forever. So I just said like okay I'll. Be available on some Saturday in the future. I went to Glendale. Took like thirty minutes. It was great. Sure. Yeah, I'll give that a five. That that seems like that's just one of those like little like not not dumb life hack hacks like putting a bagel in like a CD spindle or whatever, but like a life hack of what like the fuck does that <laughs> like as a lunchbox <laughs> people do that. What is that hack? <laughs> So it's, I, but it's it like, but, lunchboxes, but it's bro. like you, you advertise something as a life hack where it's just like, oh, if you put like a, like if you put like a b- paper clip on a b- bread, it'll make it yeah. last longer. Or yeah. Whatever. Or you could use like the, the top half of a bottle of soda. Like you cut it in half and you can use it to seal chips. It's like, yeah, you could, but fucking why? Why? Yeah, why is matches a thing? in your mouth when you cut onions. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It's what like, is it? which like one? Mat, if you put a mat matches in Doesn't your work. teeth. Really? I think I've heard about that. I've never you, heard that one either. While you chop onions, you That's want a wives tale. Yeah. You want Yeah. Like I feel like there's there's like bullshit life hacks where it's like yeah I guess but like this feels like a real this feels like a real cheat this feels like yeah. a cheat to the system people don't Putting know about the wooden spoon on top of boiling water never works mm. it doesn't work no why no. would you do that they to say, prevent they say, it from if, boiling they say if you over. don't want it to boil over put your wooden spoon there and I've done it before I've sat there and just goes <laughs> it just comes right out just a bit faster than the, it would here's the thing that was you're boiling a whoopee cushion though why, so that's on why you should stop eating whoopee cushions <laughs> why are more people not why are these lines how are these lines still so short I have no idea don't don't worry people. about it. Just let's, let's just, yeah, let's, you know right. what? I'm going to cut this out. Let's leave this between the four <laughs> of us. Okay. Nobody else is going to do TSA Thank pre-check. God. Actually, I'm going to just cut this. I'm going to cut this audio in, in the previous part of the episode. How much does TSA pre-check cost? $20,000. <laughs> $1 billion. That's right. You can't yeah, so afford it. You have losers. Sag. As much yeah. as Trump <laughs> didn't pay in taxes. How much? Oh boy. Topical. Uh, $950. that will be, be topical for one week after we release the episode. Then four years after that, after he's president. Yeah. 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 We're all be on the no fly. Does anyone see uh, Back to the Future Two written all over this? You know, oh yeah. Like, oh absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like uh, Tanner, not to get Tannen Towers. Not to get yeah. too hard into it, but Biff Tannen he was Biff. that he was basically they were like oh he's Donald Trump that's yeah. who they patterned yeah, they, that character. They, they, they were making the fun of him, him. and what yeah. happened. Wonderful. So uh, 
Uh, well, thank God now it's very close to being a reality. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, thank we're not, God. We're not fucked at all. Yeah, thank God. 30 years. Thank God. We've been waiting <laughs> <Nice>. so long. <laughs> so uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you have quite right. This is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you have questions for Steven. Or if you're not a wrestling fan, you have questions for Nick and I. Shoot us an email. You should love wrestling at gmail.com or send us a tweet at YSLW podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Paul, where can people find you on social media? Yeah. Uh, they have to be over 18. No, uh, there's uh, <laughs> that credit card number. still out there. <laughs> uh, I'm mainly just on Instagram and Twitter, mostly Twitter, but the handle's the same. It's at London Foo, uh, L O N D O N F U for Kung Fu, not, mm-hmm. not fuck for you. fuck you. Yeah, to all the fans out there. I will if, if the moon and stars will anybody who offers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> if the offer is it, if, if you're into women, uh, worming, F U, yeah, get the DMs. If you yeah. look like Queen Kong and you're Ooh, into warming, I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, London Foo. That's uh, where I go and mentally throw up. Like Is there uh, anything you like to promote? Lucha Underground Season 3? Yeah, you're yeah. definitely Lucha on Underground Season please, 3. Uh, check out Season 3 on El Rey Network. I think mm-hmm. we got a Fios deal recently. Nice. So it's getting out there more and more. Cool. That's yeah. cool. Um, so check out And congratulations uh, being a part of oh, that. It's a you. great product. It's a yeah. great show. It's I phenomenal. Can't... Yeah, I'm really excited about what we We saw you see. live perform at... I, oh. yeah, yeah, I told him this. Yo, that was yeah, a yeah. bad one. Yeah, I was rusty. I was rusty. <laughs> we had fun. We, had, we, were, we were... No, dude. <laughs> serious, serious. We were pumped to see you. We're like, holy fuck, it's yeah, I was, I was way amazing. pumped about that. We were yeah. so excited to see you. We had a great time. You were well, great. good. I'm glad to hear it. Absolutely. It's really, you know, it's tough. It's almost as though I wish I could bring you to a show to see if maybe the atmosphere of it would. It's hey man, coming. You can take you. me to a show. Yeah, when's the next one? Yeah, when's the next one? Let's make a date. Give us, we'll give us, give us three tickets. If, if you're good, we might worm after. I don't know. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. You know, I know other wrestlers are definitely into the worming. <laughs> we're, we're, take, we're taking <laughs> Stephen. Taking the wrestling world by storm. Worming. Really we're taking Stephen to an upcoming uh, NXT event here in LA. Oh wow! At the yeah, we're taking him to, I believe, uh, Lucha Vivoom. I think he's taking. Us to I'm taking Vavum. you guys to. Oh, he wow. he offered it. Yeah, I like so. Vavum a lot. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm looking yeah, forward. Yeah, Vavum's fun. Yeah, yeah, check it cool. out. Uh, cool, Joey. What about you? Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman, and be sure and check out my my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, no. which is a podcast where a guest and I sit in silence for 25 minutes. Paul, uh, he's going to ask you to do this. He will. You can say no. I just want you to know that. Well, I'll just go no. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta say it yeah, three times. Crushing it, I love it. <laughs> Nick, guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G L I G O R. And of course, you can always find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. So uh, thanks, Paul, so much for doing this Thank show. Thank you so much Very for coming. Much. This is a really great, great one, man. Yeah, this was a good one. A lot fun. of fun. Very yeah, illuminating yeah, for this guy this over piece here. of shit over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't forget to give us a five-star rating in iTunes. Give us a review. Tell us that you love the Paul London episode, because I know everybody's going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, tell, us had, which, tell us which of the four of us you want to worm with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and if, you, if it's me, uh, hashtag it with hashtag Gliggers Gorvers. Or if you want to have a wormigy. Oh, wormigy. Oh, God. That sounds yeah. So I'm into it. You want a Wormsty nine? Yeah, that's I'm into not bad. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what the other eyes be? I guess. That's, <laughs> I, I can't do the I feel math. Like you do it because, yeah, like, you know, you've got two Somebody eyes. Somebody Maya this if for there us. Was, if there we'll was an engineer, yeah, we could, yeah, we could yeah. Yeah. the coding could Maya, Maya. Uh, for sure. Steven, uh, we got to ask you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Great. Do you love wrestling? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like us on Facebook and Without Twitter. The and there is no young. Take Paul no Lana, pres- thank you for coming. Thank Take you no guys. prisoners. Say your prayers. Battle stations. Something, something. Da, da, da. Battle stations. Da, 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 da. 
been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.